up? How you doing? Thinking about vomit. Do you want to talk about vomit? <laughs> nah. 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 Every, nah, I think we got all that out. Hey. Everything, everything. Hey. I, everything I had to say in in epilogue yeah. was addressed in my epilogue video. There's an epilogue video? There's an epilogue video. Uh, I think it's going to go up on my channel. Me and Reggie sat down and discussed the uh, accusations that were leveled against me. Uh-huh. And, um... That you don't know how vomit works? Or that, like... uh... That whatever was happening on your stream, uh, I was, uh... I, I had a little bit of a redux. I, I, it, I saw a clip with Paige talking about it. Oh, yeah, don't vomit in a woman's purse. So, anyway... Don't do that. So, there's a, there's an epilogue to which I, I address the concerns. <laughs> a conclusion was drawn... Uh, Punch Mom's opinion was brought into the equation. Oh, finally! And uh, we have solved it. You've solved it? Unequivocally. There's a solution. Completely. I didn't expect there would be a solution to this problem. Yep. And to... Uh, when that when that video... when we it's gonna, it's, It was just a random discussion on the stream. <laughs> but uh, I think it, it makes sense. So, uh, yeah, it's going to get clipped and tossed up on the channel. And, uh, yeah, there is a full-on solution. Okay, well, that, shit. That defeats... No need to talk about throwing up anymore. Nope. I, uh... DNB was the acronym. DNB? DNB was the acronym for the perfect solution. Okay. Everybody who's, uh... Everybody who tuned in. My brain just goes, do not barf. Yeah. And it's like yeah. that. I mean, that would technically be a solution. Anyone anyone who tuned in to, to my stream uh, has already caught the tech and knows yeah. what the answer is. But uh, yeah, that video should be should be popping up eventually. Oh, shit. I'm fascinating. Mm -hmm. So instead, you know what, Wooly? We like fighting games here on this channel. And there's been a lot of great memories of playing fighting games. Do you remember back in the day when we used to play our Tukun fighter games? Tukun. Our Tukun. Tukun. Fighter games. Yeah. Oh, man. You could feel the whole world cringe. Well, you know, for what it's worth, like, Vin Diesel is a gamer. Yeah, he's a huge gamer. He's a big old We're a talking about tabletop nerd. By the way, we're talking about Michelle Rodriguez drunkenly stumbling over the fact that she and Vin Diesel used to play Tekken back in the day, but doesn't even know the name of Tekken. So that means that, you know, as as people that appreciated those games, they probably understand, looking at their own game, mm -hmm. how utterly dog shit the quality of the models are. That That game looks so bad. It, it looks real bad. It looks worse. The The new Fast and the Furious game they announced at the Video Game Awards looks worse than the last gen. Uh, the Wheelman from 2009. Version of Vin Diesel. Yeah, that's right. It, it was, looks worse than Escape from Butcher Bay, Vin Diesel. It's pretty abysmal. And uh, Before we get too far away from mocking Michelle Rodriguez, yeah. I would like to say... That I bet she actually did play a shitload of Tekken 3 with Vin Diesel back in the day. She just didn't know because she was drunk then as she is drunk now. In the process of going, wow, what did 
Michelle Rodriguez go to jail for again? I don't know. Drunk driving and hit and run. <laughs> really? Yeah. So Fast and the Furious star Michelle Rodriguez has a DUI. And hit and run. Wow. I did not know that. You didn't know she went to jail? I, 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 That's why she wasn't back for the second uh, uh, Resident Evil movie, but she was back for like the third or fourth one or some shit. No shit. Even though they killed her fucking character in the first one. That's... How do you... It's really easy. You take you take your can, but... and then you take your ship. Why would you do this? Substance abuse is not a joke. No, but I I, I mean... Uh, how do I... She had already been in those movies. For Snow Dogs 3 starring Michael Vick. Yeah. No, but Wooly. She had already been in multiple Fast and the Furious movies by the time she got her, her DUI and her... Okay, whatever. so Cuba Gooding Jr. after Snow Dogs 2... That's right. ...joins Michael Vick. In Snow Dogs 4, <laughs> The like, Revenge. No, 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 no. Is caught... In a, sl- in a in a dog fighting slum pit, a lot like like getting. In I don't there. know, Wooly. I feel like, like you have a, a grand assumption of the Hollywood industry in terms of their uh, lack of tolerance for criminal endeavor. That's not at all what I'm coming at it from. I'm looking at it from the point of view of like direct irony. The the direct <laughs> irony that is the franchise you're known for and the crime you are associated. Well, you with. know those. You know they're all canonically drunk, right? I mean, that's how they're so brave and cool. Certainly, hearing about uh, David Duchovny and his sex addiction makes yeah. a show like Californication make more sense. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But. Yeah, the fact that you're a part of a franchise that's about wild-ass stunt driving. Yeah. And you're a piece of shit behind the wheel. You can only do it while you're wasted. It's the only way. Was that one incident that had both events? I don't know. As a part of it? Or two separate incidents? I hit the Wikipedia and it said DUI and hit and run. So I was like, Because, I mean, not that either is better. But hit and run it seems is significantly way, worse. It, 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 but but the I no, no I'm saying not not that either is better. But the idea that you these are two separate events yeah. makes you absolute garbage. Yeah, I got no sympathy for drunk drivers at all. Yeah. Zero. It's such an easy crime to just obviously not do. Yeah, it's 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 like it's way. It is it is way understandable that somebody is okay. If there's it's easy, it's there's Listen, a lot of people. Sometimes out there. you just gotta rob a bank, but you never have to drive. No, no, no. That's what, like I'm trying to get at the point where it's like the drinking part. People struggle with that. Yeah, a that's lot. a thing. That's a real thing that happens, and it it that's a whole other chapter. Yeah, that you've got to put that out, whole part of the conversation right? over here. But what you do once it starts, yeah, and, and you're you're. And you're adamant. What if you're adamant? Just like now, nah, I'm going to get home. Fuck it. I can do it. Keep it between ten and two. It's fine. Well, here's no the ditches, problem. We're good. It's Drunkenness just, it's creates just... confidence, yeah. and confidence leads yeah. to you underselling your level of drunkenness. Yeah. No. It's it's full on. It's unforgivable. It's Eudesanai. <laughs> it's Eudesanai as fuck. There is no no empathy at all for that, especially in the era of like uber it's like extra dumb and the part two where after exactly like once you 
Yeah, like in many cases, the person who's drunk is more limber. Yeah. You can survive falls from uh, that you would die by tensing up yeah. when you're wasted. So the, the the young family that you cross lanes into, they're all paced. But you're fine. But you're fine-ish. Because you barely saw it yeah. happen, so your body didn't have a chance to tense up. Oh, fuck them. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a it's a write off. That's one of those bits where, like, I can't like yeah, I can't look you in the face. I can't talk. To, I, I you're I can't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna know? I'm gonna repeat something that I said long ago that I'm going to assume is gonna make a, a bunch of people mad at me again. Yeah. But I really like the Jackass crew. I think a lot of them seem to be really funny and nice guys. And I really really liked Ryan Dunn. Right up until the day he died. Because he died in a drunk driving crash that he caused and killed his buddy in the passenger seat as well. Because he wanted to go fast and get drunk. So fuck him! That's, He's a murderer! Yeah, that's that's just... It, it, like, the, the, the absolute wanton abandon for, like, other people's safety is, is just a fucking garbage i can't it, it pisses me off a lot hey so fine so i'm so we're hearing taking a hard stance against here against the against drunk driving don't yeah don't be yeah. a drunk driver yeah don't be a murderer hey yeah but it because it and it's just one because you know what it's basically That's a hot take right there it is but it's it's <laughs> you're hitting the random select button on murder yeah is is all is what you're doing, you know? Like that's why. Am I gonna land on Scorpion? Woo! And then yeah. I'm gonna land on multiple fatalities on the sidewalk. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I had no idea that she did that. That's crazy. That's. I crazy. knew she had gone to jail, but I assumed it was like you know, mm. whatever. Yeah, and you hear too, like a, a lot of the uh, podcasts and comedians. And stuff that I listen to, there's always like somebody that's definitely like, yeah, okay, so I'm sober now, and I'm not proud to admit it, but I've got that story of just like, I'm gonna make it home, it'll be fine, and I did, and everything was okay, and you're just like, oh, I just, it's one of those things, but you fucking where even went for it, it's bro. It's like not only is that story crappy, it's somewhat unethical to even tell that story because it can cause the situation of like, well. So and so was able to drive home drunk, yeah. and they're an idiot. I'm <laughs> obviously much better driver than them. I remember hearing one where it, it's it, it like the the story was like I tell it was basically man, you never like it's the worst thing in the world, but you never feel more relief than when you pull in safe and sound. That is and the worst it thing you could ever say un unbelievable garbage <sighs> unbelievable garbage thing to say yeah yeah it's pretty that's terrible. like saying like nothing makes you feel like a big man than than more than beating your kids because they're so small like and, it, and it's uh, un, 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 oh that was isolated come on unlike Fuck. unlike a lot of things out there um i feel like <laughs> there is no like there is an there's we grew up with an aggressive campaign. I feel like everybody w was aware of how hard they pushed don't fucking drink and drive. That's right. Cuz it's such a real thing. Yeah. It's not like there's no I got a, a a girl I knew in high school got her fucking head chopped off in a car accident because of drunk drivers. Yeah. Um you know and like like the the closest thing I've ever seen to any like anyone in disagreement with that was 
a crazy nonsense screenshot off of a, a DUI subreddit where somebody was like, ah, this is just a scam to make police bucks. Every, you know what I mean? They're just out there trying no. to. <laughs> no, just they're, like, they're, they're uh, like, yeah, yeah, no, no, there no. are so many real scams to make police bucks. Oh, yeah. That fucking, you remember the fucking Tim Hortons near where I used to live? Mm-hmm. That the, uh, There was a car dealership mm-hmm. behind that, and the cop would always just fucking sit there, mm-hmm. and he would wait for people to run that intersection, mm-hmm. or... If you cross, if you avoid a red light by going into like a parking lot and then mm-hmm. doing a diagonal, that also counts as running a red light. Mm-hmm. Just fucking all day, every day. Okay, just fucking racking up tickets. So I'm gonna close off the the. the there's a, I have an amazing one on that. So uh, yeah, there's a million actual like things you can go look at besides the one that is that fucking saves lives murderous directly. drunk driver. Yeah. Like it, you're just an insane, but like whatever you're on a Reddit that implies that you did this to begin with yeah. and you're doing whatever you can to feel better about. All right. I'm on this Reddit. Your garbage yes. decisions, mm-hmm. you know, so garbage. Um, but to come off of that, you want to talk about like actual scams, right? There was this wild thing that was, uh, on, um, there's a story that was, that was on uh, today. I learned, and it was about, this dude that I want to say it was Jersey. Pretty sure it was. Because this guy was... He had that attitude about him, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what he did was he made the... He basically would walk around town and um, he noticed that when they put in the cameras at the red lights to, yeah. like, to like, you know, catch anybody going by. Um, did I tell this already? No, I don't... Oh, I don't remember it. Okay. You might have told it on a stream. I feel like I did. But somewhere, somewhere in, in, in it was either New York or Jersey, this guy would go and he would disconnect the cameras. Just straight up just unplug them? You would just straight up just pull them out, yeah. right? And be like, fuck that camera, no. Right? And then he would uh, grab a stick and he'd point it the wrong way. Go, right? Okay, good. And then, like, he, and then he made videos showing, he's like, here are people, this is how you do it. This is how you turn the camera in the wrong direction. Uh-huh. If you want to fucking, you know, give us, uh, show these people what's up, right? And um, so obviously cops were like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't, don't do that. It's not okay, right? And uh, he gets pulled in and gets in trouble for that shit. And Vandalism of city property, blah, blah, blah. Et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Uh, but he then goes on to go, yeah, so uh, obviously nobody likes this stupid thing that happens. But, here's the, but the reason why I, I did this is because the cameras that you installed in the city were installed by this company that this this private company that you you hired to yeah, inst- sure. do this shit mm-hmm. and they would basically put it on with a new type of stoplight and the stoplight that had the camera on it uh every stoplight in the city gives you 5 seconds of yellow before switching the fucking camera ones that were installed by that company gave you 3 seconds of yellow That's... before switching to red yeah. So they specifically would have anyone who knows the timing in their head as they're driving would try to make it through any normal light, would get fucked as soon as they're unable to see the color, but they pass underneath it as it's red, takes the screenshot, doesn't give a fuck about you, bills you for that shit. Who cares about the scam element of that? That's super dangerous. Completely insane. Because there are morons that peel out the instant. They don't even need... Oh, man. The morons that peel out not even when their own light turns green... But when the other light turns red, so so motherfucker does the fucking mat like shows the countdown on yeah. it, yeah, you know, and uh, basically becomes this hero, yes, because does because every time he gets in trouble, he he goes back to doing it, 
And like at at one point, I want to say like I think the sheriff of one of the counties was like on his side or something like that, <laughs> and then basically ended up being a dude that was running for uh, um a represent a representative of his his area yeah. and then like went to city council meetings and basically was trying to fight this whole thing back because he was proving that no nah, it's not about you trying to put these cameras in to catch people it's about the fact that you're literally stealing money from people hey. by changing the amount of time they have on a yellow i've got one it's for you it's fucking crazy i've got one for you and of course he, he 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 went to every meeting for a couple of years and couldn't get anything to change you know, but like he has some great videos of him walking around the street just going, ah, fuck these stupid things. And he's like, you just get a ladder, you get a broom, bam, problem solved. Let's test to see who listened to all of last week's podcast intently. You know what we should do? Mm. No traffic laws. Okay. Just no law okay. in the street. All right. Drive your car, mm-hmm. whatever happens, happens. Okay. Got it. <laughs> I mean, we can always go back to uh, the the um, the pre-invention of the yellow light, where you just hit that, that seems bad red into green. That gen- going just red green yeah. seems genuinely worse than the times when the lights turn off and everyone just treats them as four-way stops. Yeah, mother, like everyone pushes uh, uh, Washington Washington Carver as like, yo, the black inventor. He's got all that peanut stuff yeah. going on, and it's just like, man. The, uh, the, the, you need to big up the black inventor that fucking made yellow lights yeah. because people were just turning to paste on the regular, even back when cars were slow and shitty. Because yeah, well, just... they were slow and shitty and had no safety implementation at all and no seatbelts either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, that that that's a fucking scam and a half with that one. And it is one of those bits where you're just like, oh, you're actually fighting the good fight. Yeah. It's not, you know, what seems like. And and so there's, and I want to say, like, in looking this up, I kind of went down a, not a rabbit hole, but I just kind of looked at, at some, like, uh, other articles that were related. And people kind of talked about how, um, like, what, like, cities that do have these cameras end up with way more fender benders because, uh, like, people that would have the normal presence of mind to like travel with traffic and have the alertness instead they catch the yellow and instead of taking it when you know you have the time they just jam on the brakes and whoever's behind them just fucking yeah bup, 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 you know so all these little moments where well like, luckily enough when someone hits you in your car no matter how much of an asshole you are you're still technically legally in the right yeah which is one of those fun things about car law wait when someone hits you in your car, no. If both car, if you're if you are moving at more than anything than a full stop, you are partially responsible. The car that touches you is fully responsible for anything. You, I'm pretty sure you can fucking jam on your fucking brakes and somebody can hit you and it's their fault. I'm pretty because sure you, they should have been two car lengths behind and all that stupid every, shit. You know what? I'm as someone who doesn't drive, I can't. Yeah, as somebody who also doesn't drive, claim authority on is, this. But uh, I've been told my entire life mm-hmm. that insurance it cares about if you are moving or not moving. Mm-hmm. If you are moving, you are somewhat responsible. If you are not moving, then you can. To- then it's all their fault. As a pretend car lawyer, I'd that- like to say that. <laughs> uh, what is a real car lawyer? Real car lawyer is an ambulance chaser. Okay, well, 
sure. as a pretend car lawyer, yep. I learned in pretend car law school okay. that uh, if somebody hits you, it's always their fault, no matter what a jackass you are. That's what I heard somewhere sometime back in car law school. And, and the only time we'd be talking about fault is based on insurance, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm Well, not sure. or, or like if somebody gets really fucked up, then criminal negligence or whatever. Hmm. Maybe it depends on the state and or country. Yeah, probably. Maybe Canada and America are different. And then it'd be per province, per state. Perhaps. Um, oh, I like that. I like what you did there. It wasn't intentional. What was it? I said per province, per state, and then you went perhaps. perhaps. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. There you go. Alliteration. Come on, man. Um, I like alliterations. I hated them when I was a kid, but now I enjoy them. I recently learned that there is a thing in the English language that uh, makes it so that I forgot what the name of it is, but anytime you're doing a type of term that uh, has like the same sound, uh, Let's say, for example, zigzag. Mm-hmm. Uh, the English language is unique in that you always have to have the I sound before the A sound or the, or an O sound. Well, and that, that would it, be alliterative, yeah. And it sounds incorrect to go the other way. So every time we have a version of that, like whether zag, it's... zag-zig. Zag-zig sounds terrible. Sounds and, you, and you know right away. But tick-tock. Yeah. Nick-knack. Yeah. Right? The I sound will always be the first one except, before going to the other. Except for the part where English is a stupid fucking language mm-hmm. and every single rule that English ever has has exceptions to that rule. Because fuck it. Of course. But it, but chit-chat, dig-dug. Yeah. Oh, dig-dug. Yeah. yeah. It, it, there, you, as you slide down the alphabet, it always goes up to that. It always goes up to I first. And it sounds incorrect to your ear if you hear it the other way. It's pretty interesting. You remember learning in school I before E except after C and then running into like hundreds Immediately. of exceptions? <laughs> Immediately. Fuck that And rule. it's like that rule is worthless. Fuck it's that It's fucking rule. completely useless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking school teacher. Yeah. Go for a Kit Kat. Uh, you know what that makes me think of? And this is real off tangent. You know fucking Americans only get two Reese's Cups? We get two Reese's cups. No, we get three minutes. No, no, we get so okay. We we recently, as a, as I happen to be cohabitating with a Reese's connoisseur slash addict. Got it. Got it. Yes. Um, there will be <laughs> there will be Reese cup like crushed things found in. Random hidden places and pockets throughout the house at times. I understand this if, feeling. And and so there's a question as to whether they are devoured or inhaled. Yes. At points in time, uh, there are definitely there are definitely. What? Uh, focus, Wooly. Focus. All right. <laughs> I heard a noise over there. <laughs> no. Okay. It's no, quiet. nothing. It was it's the quiet. wind. All right. It's quiet. There are Reese's cups that th- there's the regular packs we get that come with the three. Uh-huh. Americans def- they have the two, but we have the twos as well. We have the twos as well. We have the twos as well, and we have the two jumbo. Oh, that's weird. So the two jumbos are like the double sized, extra big ones. And in fact, I haven't seen anything besides a jumbo sized one in a very long time. I don't even know if they make the regular sizes anymore. They do. Okay. Well, they do make they do make those. You know, you'd be amazed. No, I wouldn't. How many places uh, Reese's Cup wrappers can be found? Wooly, <laughs> you're talking to a man 
who has two photos of him eating candy in a closet. Um, I'm talking to someone who needs to be reminded <laughs> on every single occasion mm-hmm. to not just drop the reason wrappers on the ground wherever you are after you consume I don't them. eat reasons anymore, so that solves that problem. That does solve that problem. And lo- I try and get them in the bag, but you're just in such a frenzy. <laughs> I, I can't say I relate. I've never. No, yeah, I, you're not. A, you don't really seem to have a sweet tooth. I, I, I actually do like some sweet things. Dude, dude, do you not remember college? Do you not remember Cadbury cream eggs? I do, but like, I define a sweet tooth as being like a sugar addiction problem. I had for not me- just like, oh, I enjoy my sweets. Hmm. Yeah, I was able. I was able to. It's been a while now without sugar, so I've, I've been able to cut them out pretty, pretty decently. But I've never experienced what I can consider a frenzy to open and consume the the, the sugar. But I did need my daily crab pack Cadbury cream egg, mm-hmm. and that doesn't. That's not good for you. No, that's not a good. Did you say daily Cadbury cream egg? Yeah. Even I think that's crazy. Yeah. There was a there was a point or period in my life where I would I would leave Dawson and walk right to that depth that was facing Dawson. It was right there. And grab a Cradbury cream egg. And that thing was probably that thing's probably pumping with money. And then I'd I'd turn the corner because you'd have the Dollarama uh, right around the side. Oh yeah. And I'd see because sometimes they would have the bundle of three. Oh man. So for I'd, like a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd get my one, and then I'd peep to see if the bundles were there. And it was good. Oh, man. It was a good time. It was a good time. And then I remember my friend challenged me. He's like, yo, but have you had one of the Laura Secords? Laura Secord makes fucking... They made cream eggs, too. Oh, wow. They were three times the size of a regular one. That's horrible. They would sell them half... Is a half egg because the whole egg would be too much. Yeah, how could you even put it in your mouth? And the cream inside was three times as dense. I don't like this. You this couldn't. You could no, It was awful. You know when you know. <laughs> I don't know when the last time you had like a McDonald's milkshake was. Uh, like twenty years ago. Yeah, but do you remember how like it was like sometimes you'd get the thickness that you can't even sip through the straw. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that, where you're you're biting into that cream and it, there's no liquid to it. It's just cream. It's not hard. Okay. It's soft. Okay. But it doesn't, there's no pour. I I hate this. You know? I legitimately hate this. Can we go back to the vomit talk? You don't like, you don't like. No. You don't like Cadbury cream eggs? I don't, I don't care for Cadbury cream eggs. Oh, okay. Uh, I have a terrible sense of smell, but the main thing is that the number one thing to turn me off of food is texture. And the textures that you're describing seem awful. Do you like caramel? Yeah, caramel's all right. It's the same as that. Yeah, it's white. It's different. Well, I meant the yellow part. Oh, yeah. I've never made it to the yellow part. I got to the white part. The cream is so good. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. Texture, man. Also OCD. So. I... I White food is different from gold food. Yeah. I, I definitely... Like, I've, I've had this the discussion of texture versus taste uh, quite a bit since... Uh, Punch Mom is also all about texture, but I, I always, I, I, texture matters to me, but like, it's like a 65, 35 thing, you know? Um, maybe, maybe 70, 30. So you say that until you find something with a texture that you just really, really abhor. 
And then you're going to be like, oh, no. Yeah. You know what? I get like, because it, it is true. Sometimes the texture can be absolutely awful. Um, what, what, what was I, what was it? There was something terribly slimy that tastes all right. But it's the slime. I mean, I've talked about the those uh, Caribbean fruits that you've never you've never yeah, nah. experienced uh, skinep or ginep, mm-hmm. you know, where you crack it open green. It's a green little like small. It looks like a mini lemon or mini. Yeah, lime. I've seen those. I've never had one. Though. And you crack it open, and you get a perfect spherical seed uh, surrounded by uh, your flemmiest loogie. <laughs> in texture well you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna go ahead and stop you right there but a wonderful taste we are going to kill this podcast if we keep starting up like this you're correct but it is the most <laughs> accurate way to describe the fruit right it is the most accurate way yeah, right way to describe sure. it lychees have a another kind of texture that's like not wonderful but i can deal with it because the taste is really nice um, particularly in terms of, uh, but I, I've never had a lychee that hasn't been like soaked in like a, a martini. Yeah. You know, for me, the one that kind of bums me out cause I do enjoy the taste and it's very popular. Uh, squid texture kills me. Yeah. Squid texture is not great. It's cause I need, it needs two full extra chews than it yeah. should. It's annoying. There's nothing going on with it. it. It's not even that it bothers me because it's not bad. It's just, it's just hard. Yeah. It just takes work. Yeah. That's, you know, like... It, like, yeah. give me octopus instead. Octopus tastes a little richer and is just chewy, like a better chew. Oh, so there's a place that makes a really nice uh, taco wasabi. Mm-hmm. It's like octopus with wasabi and yeah. it's spicy as fuck. That sounds great. Uh, it, but it is slime. <laughs> oh, man. I don't... I don't know. Yeah, hey. The texture's awful. Hey, you know what? I don't think food should be categorized as slimy. No. I don't think that's a high-quality aspiration no, for food. No, never good. No, never to good. To have. Crunches are nice. Crunch is good. A good chew. Yep. A good uh, a good, a good duang chew. Can't, but it's the chew has to give away. Yeah. If the chew doesn't give, I fucking start to hate it. Um, What's that thing you make in your mouth when you eat food? Mastication? No, no, no. The thing you make. It's the thing food turns into. I'm not sure. But um But um you know you know those like little little toffee slash little caramel cubes? Yeah. You put those in, you gotta chew them for a minute, and like the first couple bites hurt your teeth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't like those things. I don't like those things because like they taste really nice, but those bolus. Oh, I've never heard of that. Bolus and chime. What's that? So bolus is what's known as okay. You know when you're chewing on food, you're mixing it with your spit, and it becomes like a paste. Like all food eventually becomes a paste if you chew it enough. Yes. And if you kind of spit it out onto your plate, almost any food would look very similar minus color. Were like you the color not would... just telling me that we needed to stop? Yeah, I know, but now you asked me a question, now I have to answer well, you. Well, why'd you think about this? Well, I just happened to be thinking about it. Does it have anything to do with taste? Is Did you have a, gr- a point? Anyway, that stuff's called bolus. Did you have a point? And chimes what it's called when it's in your stomach. Okay, well, 
Like, I was literally trying to go back to something nice, such as good flavors and tastes yeah. and textures. And then you just brought it back to fucking baby bird food. Yeah. I haven't had a Starburst in like five years. Starbursts are also of the tooth hurting texture until you soften them up. Um, I hate jawbreakers, man. I hate jawbreakers because I got no patience. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's what. That's all it is. It's you just have to have the patience for it. Warheads are fantastic. I love warheads. Those things are great. I don't think I've had one. Really, it's just candy, but on the inside is that like it's like the same. It's got that really, like, it's spicy, but it's not like red candy spicy. It's. I don't care for red candy spicy. No, and it's not that. That's why I'm like red candy. That's spi- just cinnamon. It's not good. All right, I don't like red candy it's spicy too much either. Cinnamon, yeah. Warhead spicy is like. It's a super sour spice. Mm. It's really nice. It's quite pleasant. Mm. Um, it's it's very different from from red candy spice. Yeah, but yeah, mouthfeel is important. Mm-hmm. It's important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No matter what you put in your mouth, it has to feel good in there. Jolly fucking ranchers represent the best tasting thing with the worst tooth texture feeling ever. When you get piece of dolly, Jolly Rancher stuck, and you're trying to fucking you're trying to tongue it yeah you know i'm just thinking like every single time i've eaten uh if you a, bite a, it a rack of ribs ever i mean this is kind of a jump from candy to, to meal but every time i've had a, a rack of ribs ever i it is a race to brush your teeth because it's like uh, got uh, one that's always stuck between your backest molar and the 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 one tooth in front of it on one side and it's just like uh, can't. There's no way your tongue's getting that out. You ever have a, you ever have a piece of oxtail? Nah. Some curry goat? No. Nah. White boy? Nah. <laughs> you never have some uh, some curry goat and peas? Nah. Because <laughs> if you did, that's the that's like you need an army of floss. You need to pull out. Remember, remember, remember uh, uh, the butler in Helsing? Yeah. You need to pull the floss out of your gloves like that and just. Immediately after the meal, because that shit is so delicious and it gets in between every tooth. Oh, uh, how it does it? It's worth it. And jam's really high too. Worth it every like, oh. time. Oxtail's so good. I had to teach. I had to teach Reggie the other day because uh, the the idea was. Does he not know? No, because uh, he's Haitian, so he was like, oh, yeah, West Indian food. That's We can get some cool, like, uh, jerk chicken. That's the good stuff, right? And I'm like, bitch, jerk chicken is tier three. That is third on the list of Caribbean food that you should be eating. Obviously. Obviously. How could he not? How could he not know that? That's that. That's that. That's that fucking put Jeez. it up on the billboard shit. Reggie, yeah. I can't believe. Yeah. Nah, you, second second place you got the curry goat and then power gap oxtail, a good piece of stew. With the with the with the anyways, gets in your fucking teeth. It does. It does. It does. Good a good jerky will get in your teeth as well. Yeah, a good a good smoked jerky, get right up in there. Things shouldn't get in your teeth. Yeah. I'm thinking of that weird powdery jerky I had in Michigan what? again. Powdery? The puck. Remember the puck? Oh, yeah. And it was like, you can eat this, and it's it's the beef powder. 
And that. if you inhale a little bit too hard, you might get some in your lungs. You shouldn't have had that. That's obviously a bad idea. You got to give it a sh- you got to give it to the factories that figure out a way to take the part of the food that's just garbage off the floor and turn it into worse more, garbage. More, more product yeah. and sell it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Cut those donut holes out. Mm-hmm. Turn them into Timbits. Yeah. Munchkins. Yeah, you're right. Speaking of donut holes. Hey. Hey, that's a that's a good segue. What a fucking good movie. What a good movie Knives Out is. Knives Out is such a good it's movie. It's so good. And you did get spoiled on something early on. Mm-hmm. And I was right that who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We are... Uh... Let's take let's let me put a timer on for uh knives out knives out spoiler cast. How much time do we need? Ten minutes? Uh less than that. Less than that. Five I th- minutes? I think seven. Let me let me I'm gonna put a timer on for seven minutes uh from the moment I say now, and then when that beeper goes off, then we will stop the discussion. About knives out. Uh yes. So uh let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven minutes and one second. There we go. Starting Knives now, Out spoiler cast mini. Starting right now. Seven minutes. Starting now. All right. So the fact that the movie has no murder in it is by far the best part of the movie. It is really, really good. Um, I, I like. So here's the it, like the, I, <laughs> I was give give people a little buffer on that. Give them some buffer, dude. Um. No, that's that's dickish. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Don't be a fucking dick. All right, now we got a couple seconds buffer out there. The best scene, a sli- the best moment, because it's too short to be considered a scene. Yeah. The best moment in the entire movie, the twelve on ten, is in the middle of having this discussion about immigrants and how they can come to america and do it the right way the legal way or the wrong way rich asshole man is gesturing with his hands and the most subtle thing as he waves um uh uh uh, not greta marta marta as he waves marta over to go see marta is a perfect example her family came from insert different country every 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 single person got the country wrong right Insert country in every scene that's different. Uh, she came the right way in her family and did it. And he's gesturing, very animated with his hands. And he's holding a cup with a, a fucking cake in it. A, a plate, a saucer with cake. And hands her so subtly the plate as he's talking. And she just holds it and doesn't know what to do. Because she's like, I'm a nurse. I don't. I'm not the help. What? And it's just no. Actually, a what's what's better? What's moment. better than that? Because the whole movie is has the Marta like against the family because they're all scum. The best moments they're four siblings, right? In the in that main family, yeah. She walks up to two of them who like her, and they both go up to her. Go, oh, I'm so sorry. I wanted you to be at the funeral, but I got outvoted. I wanted you there, but I got outvoted. But wait. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Totally. 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 It's almost like you're a liar. Yeah. 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 Of course. <laughs> of course. Exactly. You know, so you get all that. Um, amazing. Uh, just nice self-contained original story. Although I didn't, I walked in with no 
taunt context, no trailer, no anything. Yeah. So I had no idea what it was or who was in it. Yeah. Outside of that Everyone's one bit. Everyone's in it. Everyone's in it. And then it cuts to the credits and it goes, oh, written and directed by Ryan Johnson. I'm like, that's how this got made. This is the kind of movie that he should be making. This is this is how this got made. He had the ability to call in all his friends. Yeah. Um, definitely, like, you all the clue vibes in the world. Oh, yeah. It's really intense. Um, super duper, like, fun with the twists and turns. And, yeah. And one the, the anti-twists. One of the most amazing things about it being it's a whodunit where they tell you who done it at the 30 minute mark. And the answer is no one. Well, the answer is someone until yeah. it's no one, right? Yeah. But it's still but the point is that they tell you how it went down and then the movie continues and you're just like where are you going? Where could this possibly up, go? You know? And then the only thing left to do is introduce you to everybody and see whether or not they pass the morality virtue test. Yeah. If you would. And uh you know, shout outs to Captain America coming in and doing the anti cap. Yeah, I'm not Captain America. Um by the way, I'd like to confirm last week I said that uh, what's his name? The Daniel uh, Daniel Bond man. Yeah. Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig did an okay accent. I went I then went home and spoke to Paige, who used to live very close to Louisiana or yeah. or, or Kentucky. Yeah. And she was like, What are you fucking talking no. about? That accent is terrible. It was not great. Oh it yeah. was not great. Um thinking about how, for example, thinking about the weirdness of what um, uh, uh, Kevin Spacey sounded like in House of Cards mm-hmm. and other versions of that, you could really hear him forcing his Brit down. You know, um, it wasn't wasn't a hundred percent, but he was having fun with it. Playing, Boy, was he? He was f- f- having fun playing a Sherlock Holmes. Shout out to the shittiest car chase I've ever seen in a movie. Really garbage <laughs> car chase, bookended by someone getting out of a car and saying, "That was a sh- that was the shittiest car chase I've ever seen." <laughs> really shitty car chase for no reason. Uh, and I like the fact too that, like, I mean, of course, the camera is going to give you clues on things when it focuses in on them. It tells things, it tells a story by showing you an object. Yeah. But um, stories and details such as, like, the dogs barked at 3 a.m. Yeah. And we never found out about why. If you kept on to that fact, mm-hmm. then you were rewarded for noticing. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, little bits like, um, like, okay, how come we didn't hear the the sound of, of the old man going back up the stairs after he came down for his sandwich? Exactly. What's up with that? You noticed that? You're rewarded, you mm-hmm. know? So... Um, really great. And then the, the one other thing I want to give it massive credit for is what I'm going to call the reverse Iron Throne. Yeah. What a cool chair, man. The chair that they interrogate everybody on in this whodunit has all the knives. It's like an Iron Throne, but all the knives are surrounding the head of the chair mm-hmm. pointed inward. And they never frame the person sitting in the chair in a perfect way where it it clearly like uses the chair the way it's meant to be seen yeah. they only have one moment where uh, off to the side to the right of the screen i was because i was paying attention to this i'm like when are they going to show it framed properly they first had it wrapped around um i think it was fran the help yeah they had it wrapped around her head on the right but it isn't until sherlock holmes is in the parlor yeah explaining how it happened oh there it is now it's coming into focus. literally a church-like mural glow yeah is coming off the back of his head while all the knives are illuminated which also if you've been paying attention to the movie leads to my favorite 
mental thought process of uh, how do I put this? You fucking figure something out one second after it's given to you based on an earlier line of dialogue, yes. which is wouldn't know the difference between a real life and a stage. And prop. then the moment, le- and, and then, then it, before course, the moment yeah. is even over, you're, you're like, like that, Aha! Yeah, that, got it, nailed it. Yep. Same thing for uh, the great grandma. Yeah. Right. Where you're just, where you're like that's a bit that you're always gonna expect to is just like she's in she knows the deal yeah grandma's cool you know all right we got about ten seconds on it but fucking fantastic movie it's star studded and it is a original story which you don't get these days that often I liked it even though this had the insurance of a famous director and a famous cast it's a really fun romp and everybody good movie. everybody go everybody see, should see it it's go good see movie. Knives Out you won't Have be disappointed. Fun movie. Um, I should actually watch Clue because I haven't watched Clue. Clue is great. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you know the history behind Clue mm-hmm. in that uh, different theaters were shown different endings. Mm-hmm. And the uh, fucking home release of Clue. You, of, of Clue, yeah. you can find, you can watch this ending or that ending, or you can watch the quote unquote true ending to Clue. Where they all run in a sequence and then disprove each other, and you find out who the real person was. That's great. So, if you uh, if you skipped forward uh, seven minutes just now, uh, in conclusion, go knives watch out, Knives good. Out. Yeah, good. Go good watch movie. Knives Out. Um, Felt good to watch the movie. And in general, it just reinforces to me to, as well that man, I really love the feeling of walking into something super cold, yeah. and enjoying it. Mm. Uh, the last time I got that was. Uh, don't breathe. Not don't breathe. Um, the other sound movie. <laughs> oh, oh, um, don't, uh, uh, shut up. Be, be quiet. With quiet the, place. Quiet place. There yeah. it is. Uh, that walked in with no trailer, no knowledge, just yeah. a title and a recommendation. And, uh, feels good. Feels good to go in and know nothing. Mm. Not even the tone of what you're walking into. So you're really excited for Star Wars is what you're saying. Uh, hey man, Star Wars will s- still get credit for creating, not creating. That's not true. That's a lie. Why would I say that? <laughs> you, well, luckily you didn't finish what you were saying. So now no one can know what the lie was. It's the, they, they used, and it was the first time I saw the words for what this was, is what it is. A tone trailer. Oh yeah, or a okay. tone teaser. Yeah, okay. Where they're, they specific, it was called the tone teaser. Where like you're just gonna get quotes out of context yeah. and shots out of context, yeah. and you're gonna appreciate the cinematography and the music. Yeah, and I'm like, that is. I think everything Star Wars should get credit for having laser swords. Laser swords are cool. Um, yeah, man, absolutely, absolutely fantastic film. I'm there. so excited for Star Wars. I want it to be the worst movie ever, so that I can just laugh it's probably not going to be it's probably going to be better than the last that, one those leaks that got disproven were so bad that i was getting super excited and the, well the story with the leaks <laughs> coming off of uh boyega leaving the script under his bed oops like that actually happened like mm. ooh. Don't do that, man. Uh, but yeah, the the parts of uh, this whole narrative where, you know, it's it's going into J. J- Abrams' hands again or, yeah. and whatnot. It's like, if that means it's going to be done in the way that The Force Awakens was done, Force Awakens is better be okay. than TLJ, so it'll probably, probably be better than TLJ, but it has more to conclude on. It has yeah. a lot more, like, weight riding on it you know so 
I like I said there, there's one part of that interview with where I said like I I I do agree that um when he was talking about like it takes balls to make a movie where you're going meta on the audience and saying the answer to these questions doesn't matter. Sure. I would say that that's the best part of the movie that will be assuredly undone thereby being well, there's, pointless. Well, there's, there's so the, the, the well, there's multiple it doesn't matter. Yeah. And some and my and that's where I say some of them are good and some of them are bad. For example, the it doesn't matter who your parents are is good. Yeah. The, it doesn't matter who Snoke is is bad. The, those are both assuredly going to go away yeah. on Friday. Yeah. That's the problem. Like you can make you can make your subverting expectations movie all you want, but then the mouse goes no. No. Well, anyway, we can always watch The Mandalorian. I'm waiting for it to be done, but I'm excited. Yeah. I hear Baby Yoda is very cute. I've seen some clips. Baby Yoda was built in the meme factory. Baby Yoda uh, <laughs> was built, and they hid all the products from production, because toys always leak what's what's going to happen. Yes, they do. And they hid everything about Baby Yoda, and then I want to say, like, the second that episode aired... The factories just hit every lever and every Funko Pop and every T-shirt. Pull out the ears. <laughs> Bigger ears. And then all these Baby Yoda things just shot out of a cannon. <laughs> like, they fucking... They had the mold ready and waiting and silent in the dark. And then it turned into the factory from Attack of the Clones. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was wild how fast they, they shit that shit out. Anyway, um, what else you been up to this week? So man? this week I checked out Knives Out. I also uh, spent a good bit of time with the latest game from one Edmund McMillan, who well, you might recall really familiar, but I'm not from uh, Super Meat Boy. Ah, oh, there, yeah, Brain, yes, thank and you. Binding of Isaac fame. Yes, what's his new thing? His newest game is called Legend of Bumbo. Okay. This is and good. okay. Bumbo is the protagonist of this game. Same art style as uh uh same art style as, as Oh boy, is it? Holy shit. As uh uh Isaac, except everything is made a cart made out of cardboard. Now the reason why everything is made out of cardboard and the reason why uh choose your Bumbo. The reason why it's made out of cardboard and the reason why your name is Bumbo is because Bumbo talks like this. Bumbo okay. wants his coin. Got it. Bumbo lives in a box. Got it, Bumbo. Bumbo box coin. Rah! Got it. Bumbo's a homeless person. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're Bumbo. Ah. You are Bumbo, and Bumbo want coin. I see. Okay. Um. So guess what? What? This is a game with Bumbo, and you are interacting with snot, poop. What? And coin. Get out. All the time. I'm shocked. But... So what it is, though, and this is the thing. Like, at first it took, uh, it took, like, the first time I played it, I was like, what is going on? Uh-huh. And then a few rounds later, it clicked, and then I beat, like, a boss and went, what I exactly? see what you're doing here. I was looking Legend at screenshots, of Bumbo I tell. is a puzzle-based deck-building roguelike. Oh wow! So it's like Slay the Spire, but by Ed McMillan. Um, <sighs> it is. It is. Yeah, that's a lot of things. That's, that's a mouthful. Yeah, okay. That's a mouthful, right? 
and mouthful of bumbo. <laughs> but it's really fun. Um, and clearly, he came up with a design that was like, oh, this excuse me has all the replayability of something like an Isaac game because mm-hmm. you're getting this roguelike random stack of uh, a deck of abilities that you're building every time you go out. Right. Um, and the only difference is instead of like, uh, uh, you know, uh, twin stick. Yeah. You're looking at a puzzle board, right? And the puzzle board is, uh, I don't know, maybe 12 by three. Okay. So, that's really small. Right. And then on top of the, so to the right of the screen, you have a list of your spells. Uh, you start off with one or two. Um, on the bottom of the left side of the screen is that board I mentioned, and then up top is the enemies. Okay. The enemies are on a nine by nine, uh, sorry, a three by three grid, and they basically move forward, and then they prime, and then they attack you. Right. This kind of sounds like Mega Man Battle Network. So there are, but there's turns. Okay. Right. Whereas that was more active, and right. and and. Uh, um, what you might call it, uh, uh, Isaac is all active as well, right? So in this case, it's all turn-based. So uh, you More like turn-based, am I right? Turn-based. Hey. hey, hey. So you basically, you look at the little board, and then you I have shame myself. You I'm have sorry. you have uh, uh, you have bones, uh, snot, <laughs> poop, uh, and teeth. Okay. Uh, and pee. Okay. You know, those are the five. By our powers combined, we form Ed McMillan. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then you try to line up four in a row. All right. Or more. And then when you line up four, they turn into like uh, uh, like an attack. So if you line up four bones, you throw a bone, does a damage. You line up four poops, you put down a poop like a, an Isaac poop, and it, it's a blocker. Okay. Or you line up a snot, and you throw it, and it stops the, the, the enemy from moving. All right. Yeah. And that's it, right? Sticky. Um, so you, and then if you line up more than that, then of course you get stronger versions of those things. Yeah. And then each time you, you complete a, a, a chain, it erases. And then of course the next row drops down. So, you know, Tetris attack rules, yeah. you can combo. And then each of those things that you, you erase gives you, um, mana for spells. Okay. Right. And now, spells are broader effects. And spells, like there might be one spell that costs three teeth, two bones. Okay. You know, and then that spell will be something really, yeah, much more. Spe- no, they're not broader specs. They're well, they're a broader range, yeah. But they're all specific. All right. So they're all as specific as the abilities you get in Isaac, mm. right? So, for example, one of them would be like do all damage, do damage to every enemy once, or um, a lot of them are going to be puzzle board based. So one spell will be erase uh, a single block from the board, and then everything drops down above it. This sounds like a better use of this guy's particular talents because, oh boy, I can, you know, when you're about to say something and you just feel the world turn against you, Mm. it's like the best part about Isaac Mm -hmm. is it's incredible amount of variation and interaction Mm -hmm. between its different parts. Mm -hmm. But the worst part is actually physically fucking playing the game. Mm. The movement's really stiff and the the tears feel really weak. Well, when you compare it to other roguelikes, uh, you don't have... It's weird to say you don't have as as good a movement ability because you can get so many different kinds of movement abilities. Mm -hmm. But I know what you mean. Like when you start Gungeon... By default... You start... Isaac, yeah, like it's a world of difference. Yeah, compared to like a, a lot of other things, like Enter the Gungeon, for example, I, or 
You know, yes. As, as as far as f- good feeling default movement goes, mm-hmm. right? It's not that. But um, in this case, you get the benefit of all that variability. With plus, a gameplay system that is, I mean, it's cards. With a turn-based system that's really fun. Everything looks like it's made out of cardboard, and it looks like it's a stage play with each thing is like a character holding up made out of cardboard. Yeah, that sounds cool. Very fun. With that, the 3D uh, use of that is a lot of fun in, in its art style. Paper Mario-esque, right? Um, and whenever you get a spell or, or an item or an ability, uh, right underneath it is the description of what it does. Okay. Huh. There was a mod somebody made yep. long ago yep. that dramatically improved Isaac yep. for that, that very reason. Uh, Gungeon had everything i it was either obviously explained or the text would tell you yep man you you got you got like you played hades yeah you pick up a power it has a paragraph of text on what the fuck it actually changes and then flavor text yeah of like the lore implications oh that that was easily the worst part about isaac was just like you pick it up, and, and it, would, you, it would have, like, one line of dialogue that would be, like, obscure, and yeah. it'd be like, what to it do? I don't know what to do. And if you want to play it with progress and not, like, no saving, yeah. then you can't have any mods running. Yeah. You got to have the default on, which means pull up your phone and do the item recognizer. Which is which is useless because there's ten shitzillion items. <laughs> in. Hope you're good at spot and match. I'm not. I'm bad at it. So... Um, yeah, in this case, it's right there. And I, I ran into one item. It was a metronome and it had a question mark description on it, but everything else tells you right there. This is exactly what this does. And when you pick up a new one, you can see what it does and figure out if you want to replace what you used to have. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Really, really good. So, um, so at, at first you're just doing this little puzzle bits and you're like, okay, I do my turn and then they do their turn. But then it starts to become like, oh fuck, like five enemies are all primed to attack me how do i manage the situation how do i deal with this right use the shit and uh what you end up basically doing it it turns on all the all like the reason why i'm like it took a second but once it clicked i was like this is a good game is that it turns it uses the same juice that uh into the breach uses yeah right where the end of your turn has happened like you've used let's say you have uh so the whole match thing uh, what I didn't say is that let's say you start out your turn, you have two movements, so you can roll one row or column uh, uh, until you went out, until you want it to stop. Yeah, and then you can do it again, or and then and then that'll be it. Okay, so you get it's if, pretty limited, very limited. If you don't already have three of a certain thing lined up, like you're gonna have to waste a turn to get extra stuff yeah. created, right? Um. What what you end up doing is creating a perfect combo system of like, okay, I lined up all these poops. Now they're gone. I use it on the field to put it a shield so I block that left lane from attacking me. I don't have to worry about that, right? All right. When I built those four, when I when I when the four poops got removed from the board, yeah, it allowed me to to cast a spell which stuns a random enemy that's primed on the board. So now two of these five I don't have to worry about. Now that uh, that last movement I have, I can use to uh, do another attack. And then it'll give me just enough mana to do a spell that lets me um, 
blow up a section of the board and make new ch- tiles drop. And by doing that, I get another turn. It is fascinating to watch your long-term Tetris obsession then lead into, I mean, not directly, but you've been playing a bunch of Teppan lately, which is cards. Yep. And then you're describing Bumbo to me, and you're describing Tetris Attack with Teppan shit in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, wonderful! This is totally your jam. Wonderful. Um, immediately, like it, it's it's unfortunately it's early, so it doesn't have the ability to like quit and resume a run. Right? Is now. it doing the thing where it came out and it's like it's like, hey, we have one boss, or two, is it early access? Or is mm, it? It's early, but it's def- it's not that because there's you're unlocking. I've already I've already unlocked four bumbos. Man, I like the name of this game's title because you just said you've unlocked four bumbos and I just like closed my eyes with a big smile because like that's just funny to hear. I've unlocked four bumbos and they're all different play styles. Yeah. So, what are the different bumbos? So one is Bumbo the Brave. Uh-huh. He, he's got um just an aggressive, he's got a balanced style. Yeah. You know, you've got an ability to move some tile, to delete some tiles and to, to do a direct attack. Uh, he's got ba- balanced health. Sure. Yeah. There's Bumble the 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 nimble, who's got uh, <laughs> low life, right? But can move more times. Yeah. And every time you kill an enemy, you get a move back. And that's an expert Bumbo right there. Right. Then there's then there's Bumbo the weird. Uh, there's another one. I think it's Bumbo the the burly or Bumbo the fat. I don't know. It was it was like whatever fat Bumbo. And Fat Bumbo can do a bunch of shit, but he loses his mana every turn. Oh, no. So you have to spend it if you got it and then build it back oh, the next man, turn. Oh, man, Bumbo. You got to spend it. But he's got good abilities, right? Um, I fucking Bumbo love the it. Stout. Bumbo I, the Stout. I love this. This is, yeah. uh, this is funny. So it really ends up being like a, a real fun like the range of characters. And then, of course, in between stages, you do a, a bunch of those little like... Here's those little, remember the little, like, corpse kids that would, oh, like... Oh, I do. Yeah, they'd hang around. You can play a game with drop your five cents in there. Do you or you th- can hit the wheel for more stats. Do you think that this... Because McMillan's in this place where, like, Isaac is so legendary now mm-hmm. in its genre mm-hmm. that this game is guaranteed to be a success. I'm sure it's already a massive well, success. Well, the question I had going in was, if you made Binding of Isaac and you hit it off that hard... yeah. The next thing you put out, you're not going to put out something that hasn't been play tested. You're to not going to put out trash suddenly. So that that within that first run, you know, and then when it finally clicked, and it clicked, and I was like, "This is gonna, this is big. This is good." So, do you think you could see like the kind of like stupid ass support that Isaac got easily getting kicked into this? Easily. Let me ask. It you It has this. the framework for it. Where uh, where'd you play this? On, on my what? PC. On your PC? What is the likelihood slash portability of this onto a person's phone? All you need is a cursor. Okay, so good. Make phone... <coughs> I want good phone games, man. Bumbo on phone. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, it would be very easy to do. Like it, it, the, the whole game is mouse, right? Yeah. One, one button. You don't need anything because it's just choose what you want to do and choose what you want to rotate. 
Um, and yeah, man, once you once those Tetris attack skills start to to like awaken, where you're like, oh, hold on a minute, hold on. If I drop this row and I make these four line up, then I'll make another row, and then that'll make a combo. And then you get like Bumbo cheering every time man. you do a combo. So Bumbo combo go rah! I am rah! so happy for you, but I am kind of bummed out because like bumboed out that kind of grim, uh, sorry, grid based puzzle thing. Like I love Tetris as much as anybody because Tetris is perfect. Yeah, but I'm not really all that good at Tetris. Okay, and anything more complex than basic Tetris, yeah, it's but you just liked, not going to happen to me. You liked Luminous? I did. But I'm fucking trash at Luminous. Mm. I am really, really bad at this kind of thing. Okay. Um, but so I could appre- It's more that I appreciated Luminous. But Luminous, Tetris Attack, and Tetris all have something very importantly different from what this game has. Yeah. What's that? A time limit. True. But that's like Into the Breach, Bumbo. You can sit and stare at that screen as long as you want before you make your play. But what you're forgetting is that Pat's brain does not have the ability to plan ahead. Yeah, you guys botched into the breach really hard, right? Yeah. You fucked that up super I'm bad rough. at that. <laughs> okay, okay. I love sitting there and doing the, the, the step work. I like doing the repetitive tasks so that I can become stronger on the fly and not have to plan, you know? Mm, like, it's... Mm. Yeah, no, I, I like sitting there and going, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can remove one time. My turn is over. Well, you were on the XCOM LP. Yeah, think think yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. And but and, and impatience plays a role. Think about that level of planning. Impatience plays a role, right? And there's a difference between being forced to make a move because of the clock ticking, that is the the video slash stream clock versus yeah. for your own personal. That's fun, true, right? That is true. But if I if there's when there's no time limit like there was for me playing through Bumbo, um, I would sit there and just look at the board. Until I'm like, okay, I've got it. Like, there was an ability that takes an entire row uh, of, like, the 12 or whatever and flips it inverse. Right? And it doesn't cost you a move to do it. It just, it's a spell that flips. So if you have anything lined up that might activate by inverting the row, then you can use that spell to keep your combo going. But you have to sit there and figure out what the inverted pattern of those 12 would look like uh, in order to activate that spell to keep your play going. Thinking bad. It's so good. I love that. That's so much fun to me. Hey, And then, and then, and then, sorry, there's one other aspect. That no, I'm just saying, it's like, it's, it's fascinating listening to this because it's like, I play almost everything by feel. Which mm. means that this is like the antithesis to what I usually do. Yeah. And seeing you get so animated, I'm like, how much are you thinking when you're playing this? Uh, I'm spending t- when I see a point, like if I don't see a threat on the board. Yeah. If I see no chance of me really having a hard go of the next turn, then I'll just play instinctively, right? It's the same as as uh, Into the Breach. Yeah. But when a threat appears, right? When the enemies go blowing up a house, blowing up two of your dudes, blowing up the objective. Yeah. You have three actions to make four problems go away. Mm-hmm. Then I stop and go, all right, let's get that Shikamaru on, all you right. know? 
And in this case, what makes that possible? Because remember how I talked about perfect information being so much fun? Yes. So uh, the final layer of uh, this is you have your spells, you've got the attacks. Uh, the prime means you can see the you can see which enemy is about to attack you, right? Yeah. And then when the board has those those pieces, there's a fourth row of what's coming next. Okay, well, there. okay, the inner breach comparison makes a lot more sense now. So now you can actually prep for things not yet above the board dropping in to continue your combo. But I don't want to prep. I just want to punch. You just want to punch. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, it's wonderful. It's so wonderful. when's getting into Bumbo games? I mean, I'll take a look at it on the channel, certainly. Uh, uh, it, it, like... Edmund was kind enough to provide a code. If you were a, if you were going and to be I, some I, form I really of uh, some form of animal, yeah, creature, yeah, what would you pick? What's my fursona? Yeah, I think it's, I'm making a northern lion joke here. Just fu- just just tag along. Aesthetically, a lion would fit. Okay, well me. you can't. That's taken. You can't do. But that I one. but I have the hair. It's too late. And he ironically is bald. Eastern Komodo Dragon. There you go. Just is is Northern Lion gonna fucking play Bumbo? Uh, probably. That dude's been streaming. I think Isaac every day for like eleven years. That number. That many. Uh, this also makes me think that like you know, as someone who really likes, I like this game. I like Into the Breach. I like games like this. I like Tepin, as you mentioned. Um, I think that like. Even though I bounced off of like those earlier fire emblems, mm-hmm. I feel like like something like three houses, for example, like I, if I, I maybe if I just played it for myself, I would have wrapped no, my head do, around it do in a this. way that didn't result in such a bad video. No, do, do this. Um, sit down to play fire emblem again and play it for two hours completely by yourself. And then uh, fucking text me every question that you have and or someone smarter than me at Fire Emblem. And then all the misconceptions will melt away and then start start creeping on your students. Because, sure. I, called, I, saw, I, called, I saw people be like, I can't believe Wooly called it student fucker 2019 or whatever. <laughs> 2019. It's like, that is a, such an accurate fucking description of that game. You are grooming your students, and that's fine. They're hot. But it's... I, come on, people. Unless you're trying to fuck the Pope. Congratulations for winning your awards. Um, but no, I, I, I definitely... I'm, I'm thinking that is a possibility, considering that if this game, for example... those So those bumbo bumbling moments that yeah. I had in the beginning, yeah. 10 minutes or so, maybe 20. I don't know how long it was. Um... If that was the video, yeah, this would be a very different conversation. It's funny because right, uh, but the click has to happen for me to be able to tell you about it in this way. And I guess if I'm trying to figure that out as we're going on first boot, it's not going to. So be I, great. I think I think I mentioned it way back. Yep, but um, I'll say it again. Fire Emblem Three Houses did not... By the way, I still have yet to beat it. I keep... You know, st- other stuff keeps getting in the way, and I never got that far. So the DLC is all going to be out uh, relatively soon, so I'll Dude, just pick it up I, Someone told me they spent 60 hours on, like, each playthrough. It... Yeah. No, it's... Yeah. So... I can confirm... And there's four. Um, Yeah, four. Not three. Uh, But 
Uh, the click for me didn't happen until three, four hours in, and then I restarted. Okay. Because okay. I realized, oh, I just did everything wrong that could have been done wrong. And what's lovely about a roguelike is you don't worry. You no, yeah, restart anyway. You're going to be restarting You're going to restart every anyway. Day. Restarting yeah. is, is the name of the game. Yeah. Whereas here, you're saving and moving forward with your fuck-ups. Yeah, and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Should have rolled. I should have rolled Fem Byleth so that fucking um, what's his name, uh, Sylvain would join up. Cause he's desperate to fuck you. I really do also like that in in this into the breach, etc. I like that like failure is expected, and thus like you're gonna do a fresh run. You want to do runs. This game yeah. is about runs, right? Feeling that it's about runs makes it feel like a fuck up is not a cascading failure yeah, it's, it's that'll like, stick with you for sixty hours. It's low pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas definitely Fire Emblem, those fuck ups are going to stick with you. Yeah. You know. Now, though, not necessarily. There's there's a million catch up mechanics. If you're integrated on in those, though, right? What's that, sir? If you're on permadeath. If you're on permadeath, yeah. I mean, you remember well. Yeah. That's why you don't play with permadeath on. And then all the all the all the people go. Ah! And yeah. you're like, shut up. Yeah. No, the the, the roguelike a, a, a aspect of it where it's like, nah, man, you're going to die. It's cool. It's cool, man. Right? And you're going to learn, and then you're going to come back. And then, Nothing matters until you win the run. Yeah. But that run, like, no matter how far you got, uh, it all restarts. And, like, there's, little, you make, there's permanent progress points. I was about to ask. There's permanent yeah. progress points, but... Uh, you definitely, like, you're learning and you're getting that personal XP out of the situation. So, there's a, there's a distinction that's, that's made, um, among some gaming academic circles, blah, 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 about the difference between a rogue-like and a rogue-lite. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious as to both your opinion on that concept in general and also what which one of these this is. So Rogue, Light, and Like are determined basically on... Did you play uh, Rogue Legacy? Yes. So Rogue Legacy is the perfect example of a Rogue Light mm-hmm. because as you progress through the game, your character is just straight up getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Like, Hades is the same way. Like, you're getting more health. Every descendant, every run is an improvement. Yeah, so you are expected to be able to grow, and then you'll be able to do the perfect run. A roguelike typically doesn't do that. Instead, like Isaac, the unlocks are just going to be, here's another item in the pool. Here's another item in the random generator. Here's another enemy type in the random generator. Where does this, like, fit on there? This... 100% 100% fits into the rogue. Uh, the light was the former, like was the latter. Like is the pure one that you don't gain any permanent buffs. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Are you unlocking new types of spells that mm, will go into the, the total pool? The only permanent changes are the different bumbos you unlock by completing the previous bumbos run. Okay, right. So the first bumbo, you beat the first stage and boss. You unlock the second. Okay. Second bumble has to def- beat two stages. That makes sense. And then you unlock the third. I imagine over time they will add like the equivalent of whatever you know greed and the items. And Perhaps that. maybe there'll be a character that'll allow different wacky variants of that gameplay. But so far, every time you start, you're starting from scratch with the same two basic abilities, and you have to make the right. You place. should check out Slay the Spire. Slay of the Spire? Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. It is very similar to this, but it is a much purer deck building game. It is it is straight up climb the tower, 
get cards, beat card enemies. Okay. It sounds like... Turn-based? It, it is... Uh, I mean, I, I never really got into it, but everybody tells me it's stellar. Turn-based? Oh, yeah. Um, perfect information? Yep. I like you, that. You'll probably, you'll probably dig it. I like that. I like and that. And it's been out for a bit, and it's had a lot of updates. Kind of, uh, you know, building up. It's yeah. all shit. Yeah. I mean, shit, man. Like... I don't know what it is. It's funny because you love Darkest Dungeon as well, and Darkest Dungeon does kind of fit into this mold to a degree. It's it's characters, not cards. Yeah, but Darkest Dungeon has fucking like the most imperfect information conceivable and super permadeath. Yeah, yeah. but Darkest Dungeon carries its weight so far with its theme and aesthetic. Yeah, it sure does. Right, man. If that game, I hate that game. I fuck like I have tried to play Darkest Dungeon like five times, and I've come to the conclusion that I fucking hate it. But it's so cool. It's un- it's so cool. It is like incomparable in how cool it is with the narrator. <laughs> um, and that that that'll that'll go a long way. But no, but I love that too. I love that. I yeah. I learned to love that too. You know, like the 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 perfect the the feeling of making the perfect play. With the exact amount of resources you have, given the the information in like, um, let's say, uh, 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 into the breach, right? Yeah, into the breach is going to be the gold standard for a long time. Um, the equivalent of that is the moment of like, uh, your character is tested and they prevail, and you're oh my god, I can't believe it. emotions run high. They run high, you know, and then your and then your your uh, your character is rallying the rest of the depressed troops. And bolstering them, and you're like, "Come on, we can survive!" Like it's so good. Um, the the whole perfect information thing as well. Like I was just gonna talk about like how much I like that, and how um, even in even in games where it's like pseudo applicable, like mm-hmm. uh, Transistor, you know, you can you where you plot your you because you know the enemies, you know what they yeah, do, yeah, and yeah. then you plot your movement in this kind of like stopped time line. You know? Oh, I mean, by that fucking metric, super hot would be one of those as well. In in but sort of, sort of, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, you know what? I just want to point out. I just want to take a second. You know, super hot is fucking super hot. Mm-hmm. That game's incredible. Wasn't there? Um, did they make a a spinoff? That VR was... version is a different game. Okay. Was there like a super hot go or something like that? I don't remember, but if there is, I'd like to know about it. I feel like I remember seeing an announcement for a spin-off super hot thing. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just crazy. Um anyway. So that's all that's a whole lot of fun. Legend of Bumbo. Uh and uh Is it nice for a game to come out and you're like, this is exactly what I wanted? Yeah, it took a second to figure it out to figure out that that it's what I wanted. But in terms of like its ability to move forward and build on top of it in the way Isaac is, like you mm-hmm. said, hundred percent there, hundred percent there. And you're gonna anyone like when you boot it up, you're gonna be greeted with a very nice and familiar uh, light motif. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay. That title screen is a nice little like uh, almost like baby cradle music going, and you just hit that la la. La 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 uh-huh. la la la, and I'm like, ah, there it is. Why does he keep choosing this weird fuck aesthetic? Also, if the last <laughs> game was a commentary on your over crazy religious mom, uh, 
and your childhood, what the fuck is the hobo in the backyard supposed to be a commentary for? <laughs> you know? Uncle Jim, we don't have any bumbos. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, funny that we mentioned uh, Three Houses because uh, as much as that scenario that we described would be uh, interesting for me to go and see what it would be like to take a crack at seeing if I can uh, learn it proper off camera, uh, I ironically had to delete that game off my Switch this week to install Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. What? <laughs> Because we played Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Who's faster? Yeah. We can finally find out. Fuck. We can finally find out. Fuck it. So, uh, I took a look at that. Uh, So, there was a a Salt Party stream on the weekend. and um, Oh, that's what that clip is from. Which which clip? (laughs) The clip where you take advantage of a friend's disability for a win oh (laughs) oh i'm sorry did you enter into a competition without the ability to discern between green and red or is there is there some way in that discerning between green and red will will lead to a strategic advantage on the battlefield come correct motherfucker or don't come at all I'm just, like I said... This will definitely... (laughs) This will definitely never come back on you in any way. God started the colorblind combo. I just jumped in with the assist. (laughs) I just jumped in and did the doom rockets. Oh, man. God was already comboing the shit out of Min with his colorblindness. It ain't my my fault. It's just the bit where he's like, I can't tell which ones are red or green. And you just go, they're all green. And it's just like, (laughs) Jesus Christ, Wooly. Did I not tell you the story of the friend I had earlier in in, in elementary where we were playing Mario Kart? And he's like, what color is my shell? Oh, What color is my shell? It's red. So you have a Fuck long, you. you have a long-standing history of taking advantage of the colorblind. <laughs> I can't believe it. I would, I would never believe such a thing. Hey, man, those games did not have colorblind options, and I don't know why. In fact, they should. Uh, I am merely advocating for the inclusion of colorblind options uh, in every game. In the way that Apex does Yeah, it. your your way is like, hey, look, this clip will get really popular, and then somebody can send it to Nintendo, and Nintendo will be like, oh, we gotta, oof, we gotta, really gotta do something about this. What do you want me to tell you? Until they do something about it, it's it. this is activism. We have to make sure that the problem is... Like, that is, a th- that is ironically enough, a thing that some game communities have done to show off, like, Hey, the balance on this gun is fucked. How do we make sure the developers know? By busting it up. Just every single fucking game uses this gun. Yeah. No, like, so we came to the conclusion that uh, Min has a garbage Sharon Gan, Uh which when activated reduces his ability to discern between colors. And, uh, you know? Well, red-green's really common. Yeah, that's the big Overall, one. Overall, yeah. And it turns out those colors tend to be used in puzzle games a lot. A lot. So, you know. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Um, is, it, is it a good game? I didn't even realize how many there were. Turns out this is like the third one? Because they made one for pretty much every Olympics. Does anyone give a fuck about the Olympics? 
No, but Street Fighter V is coming to the Olympics. Is it? Uh, in a weird, roundabout, non-official way, but sort of official, because the Olympics is like dipping their toe into esports. I'd like to see. So they've decided to like get in a couple video games. When's Baker going to get a goddamn yeah. gold medal? That's the question, right? And the answer might be in not next Olympics, but maybe the ones after that. Because they're dipping their toe into video games, and they're bringing in Street Fighter V, I think Rocket League, and something else. It would be League. Right? And their whole thing has been like, man, violence no good, though. And then they saw those esports monies. Violence no good? For Yeah. The, sh- the fucking Summer Olympics has wrestling, boxing, and fencing. Now, now. Now, now. Stop with all that. Get out of here with those. We don't want to hear that shit. Violence bad. Video games no good. So, for the longest while, that was that was what was up. Fucking sword duels. Um, and then I want to say somebody <laughs> just looked at those numbers and they saw that they saw the Twitch. And the same people that are on the Olympic Commission that is infamous for bribery and shenanigans and rolling into a city and fucking it up and rolling out. And more bribery. Mm-hmm. Went, hmm. How about this esports stuff? Hey, I don't give a shit about the Olympics, and I barely watch esports, even about games I really like. Yep, but you're still paying for the Olympics just choices, aren't you? I will definitely fucking watch like my country's fucking Street Fighter team. We're paying for the roof on the Olympic Stadium in Montreal that happened. No, we in... paid it off. Is it done? We paid it off like four or five but years ago. But it's broken. They had to replace yeah, it. Yeah, well, fine. But it, I mean, the debt on it got paid off. But the tax had to go towards the new roof. Yeah. We got. We didn't get it as bad as a lot of other places. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We did not. We. I mean, the fucking stadium is usable for things. Yes. However... Uh, the Olympics is fucking corrupted. Oh, it's a scam. So they're like... You want to talk about scams from the police? Let me tell you about two Olympics. So now they're dipping their, their pies, their fingers in all the pies. <laughs> no, fuck it. They're, they're dipping the pie. They're dipping their pies into these countries and ruining them. Um, but uh, in any case, Street Fighter is being uh, elected to be a part of this like Olympic-sponsored event yeah. type of thing. And then... We can see where this little event goes, and if it picks up steam, and if there's enough interest, maybe video games in the Summer Olympics, who knows? I want to see Yipes commentate the Olympics that would be on ESPN. A beautiful timeline. It would be a beautiful timeline alongside other athletes getting super mad. Super mad. That their sport that they train so rigorous, rigorously for, that I'll be very blunt, no one gives a fuck about. Hey man, triple jump is awesome. It fucks up your legs real bad, but it's a very cool sport. Does it fuck your legs up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's bad on the joints. Yeah. Um. Hey, check out the diving. Javelin is cool. Sure. I told Reggie he has a shot putter's Javelin body. hasn't been <laughs> relevant as a fucking sport. Like the only pe- the only reason a lot of the sports that are in the Olympics have maintained as things that people do is because they're in the Olympics. So here's the funny thing. 
Uh, you've heard about the Olympic Village. I have heard about the Olympic Village. You've heard about what goes on at the Olympic I Village. I have heard about what goes on in the Olympic Village. Young athletic bodies. Oh, no. Gyrating. Oh, that's why. All over each other for the entire duration. They need to make two Olympic Villages. Do One, they? Well, yeah, they do. Get the gamers on this. No, side. that's where. That's no, not what they you see. Get them I'm over there. Other, nope, nope, nope. So all these oh, perfectly no. toned oh, man. athletic bodies gyrating on each other. And then in comes the fucking comes gamers the in the esports pose with their hands crossed, filing in one by one into the village. They are absolutely going to segregate these populations. Fuck no. It's going right in the middle. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Did you see that skit? This will ruin every Olympic key party that exists. Did you see that skit with Chance the Rapper on SNL? By I did chance? not. He plays a commentator at an esports event, and uh, the guy who wins is like, like so, kind of like Faker type of thing. Like, this Asian kid just like, hey. And then, like, Q fangirl comes up and goes, oh, my God. Can we go hang out backstage? And he's like, Sure. It's like, can my friends come too? And he's like, whatever. And he walks away and she's like, oh my God. And then like a stream of like eight girls runs by yeah. and Chance is just holding the mic like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> it's that it's kind of like me. that. Who was it? Was it Momichi? Momochi? Momochi. Momochi. That's the, 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 the young esports man who had that photo of him like skulking in the corner with the, the hot cosplay ladies in the front of the camera taking selfies. Mm, no, I don't. Was I'm that Momochi? Sure. I don't think it was Momochi. It was Mo- uh, uh, he the But you know the photo I'm talking about, right? With the, with the two models? Yeah, the, it was Fudo. F- uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, Reggie told me that uh, he's going out with one of them. Oh, yeah. He's going out with one of them forever because they got married. Yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, good, good job, buddy. Yeah. Nailed it. fucking meme dreams great right there right totally so that olympic village party is getting crashed real hard by motherfuckers with big old hoodies big old dream hack hoodies and and sports okay esports i have now i am i am fucking turning my whole life around my whole life is going to get turned around right this second because I have a dream. And that dream is that Smash Brothers Melee become an Olympic sport. I support this dream. I'm because here for it. I'm here for it. I need to see the fucking sign on the Olympic Village mm-hmm. that says, please wash your ass. Mm-hmm. And here's Not the thing. pointing out any sports in particular. And here's the thing, right? If Mario and Sonic <laughs> are already in an Olympic-sanctioned game, that's right. We're one step away. We well, don't even have to play do the work. Mario and Sonic in the Olympic Games. The Olympic Games. Why not Smash? Why not? Why not? It's right there. So anyway, booted that game up. Didn't didn't know because I never touched any of the others, but I do. Uh, I did like the the trailer where they're like, "Yo, we got these 1964 eight bit games as well." Yeah. So there's oh, like that's cool. That's some old school looking uh, Nintendo um, NES Mario uh, one sprites versus Sonic two sprites mm. kind of thing. And uh, the thing about the about the Olympics is, as you imagine, it's it's track and field with Mario and Sonic characters. Yeah, that's it, right? Um, some of the games are fine. Some of the games are not as good as others. There's some clear winners and losers. Yeah. Right? 
there also happened to be a karate mode. Cool. I remember karate back in the day on uh, Track and Field 2. Track and Field 2 was my mom's favorite game. I remember, like, we actually, she actually learned how to play it. It was pretty wild. Um, and we got to learn about, like, you know, whatever, the ins and outs of button mashing. Sure. Back on that game. And in Mario and Sonic, uh, there's a bunch of button mashing games, but then they throw in, like, badminton, which is basically going to be like Mario Tennis, except you don't really get to control your character that well. It's like, mm, mm, little super weird, little great. weird decisions mm. there. But they have karate, and yeah. karate is fucking legit. Really? Because you get the control breakdown. So you have the full cast of, you know, all these Sonic characters that you recognize up to Blaze, for example. All right. And then all the Mario characters you'd want, including Daisy. So Got it. everyone less obscure than that is there. Um, and... Then you go, all right, these characters are on the fucking mat. Here we go. What are they? What is this game like? You've got uh you've got a punch, you got a kick, right? Punch is fast, kick is more ranged. You've got uh, uh a block that you can advance and walk back and forward while holding up the block. You've got a throw, mm-hmm. and then you've got a quick step dash button. All right. And you're like, fuck me, we're playing footsies all day, baby. We're playing so because is because it just Mario and Olympic at the senior footsies? Ma- it's Mario footsies, Mario and Sonic footsies, straight up, and then tilt up and tilt down on punch and kick give you big charged attacks, and they do more. You get more points for landing them, right? And then there's a big recovery on some of them. So this is them. This is like actually Nintendo, or I'm not sure if, if it's Nintendo. I don't know who developed if it's Namco first party or Sega or whatever. But this is a Nintendo fighting game in the 2D traditional ass sense. That's fucking weird. And you're, it got so real because the moment, like, Reggie figured out that, like, uh, Daisy is Makoto. She's got a ridiculous dash grab and she's got a, a full-on Hayate, like, rush punch from super far away. And you're like, this is amazing. Like, this is actually a super legit fighter that I could pop in after a tournament for drunken shenanigans. Uh, Mario and Sonic is a full-priced game. I wish you could just buy karate. Yeah, I think that was always the takeaway from almost all of those Mario and Sonic games, or pretty much every Olympic game ever. It's like, there'd be like two or three winners. And you're like, why didn't you just release these? Would have been great. As For five bucks, ten bucks. Would have been great. Um, there's also fencing. Not as good. Um, oh, bummer. Fencing's cool. Yeah, because it's set, it's set up to play like Nidhogg, but then they they kind of fuck it up in the the way the lunging and like the high and low stances work because um it it, it just it, it's it, it's just again like Nidhogg does it better. You can just feel like it's not quite the same. Karate is great. There's boxing as well, and boxing feels pretty good. Well, did we ever play Nidhogg too? I think we did. I think we did. You said Nidhogg, and I'm like, oh yeah, Nidhogg's the greatest. I wonder if Nidhogg too. And then I went, oh right, yeah. Um, the, boxing. Oh, it's bad. is the other really good game that plays like, uh, it plays like old boxing games, like Ready to Rumble. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that that's all right. And then you go to the 8-bit side and then they have Judo with a really good announcer going, Mario grabs Sonic, goes for the throw, impressive toss. You know, my brain just went, 
and he's gonna go for the pin. It's Shane O'Mac. Mm, 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 mm. Just like all those yeah. fucking attitudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warzone, Warzone. Zone, War zone. It's just like fucking. By God, Austin just does the stutter. It's terrible. Um. Yeah, judo is pretty cool because, like, once you initiate a grab, then you both have to hit the stick left or right for balance. Mm. And like, what? Like, if I go too far one way, I can then flip the other way. And you're like, oh no, I was already holding that way. So it's like in judo, I pull you towards me, you resist, then I go the other way and get yeah. a nice, uh, whatever the term is, judo judo ch- flips. I get an epon. Yeah, it. yeah. So, um. You know what? I don't know the fucking words. No one does. That's fine. But yeah, uh, fun mini games, but not worth the full price tag. Of course not. For unless list, you're gonna make a video. Unless you're gonna do a little a little streamy of it. Um, but certainly not like worth all the all those games. We didn't play all of them, but we played the, the the a few, and some of them not great. Some of them are great. You know, really isolated would be wonderful. You'd probably see and hear more about that entire franchise if each of these games was released. To the eShop as a separate Absolutely. little bit. Like, hey, yo, uh, all these are trash, but yo, that karate game, though. But it also risks flooding the eShop with a bunch of thumbnails people don't want to see. Ugh. Right? If there was, like, a folder you could click on, maybe. Every I don't single know. online store know. is unusably terrible at this point. So. I would ease, <laughs> but I would pay 10 bucks for that, that karate game. Yeah. You know? But you wouldn't pay any dollars for nearly any of the others, which I think is the point. I mean, I'd buy some, but yeah, definitely not most. Um, Excuse me. And then real quick, last thing I'll just say is um, uh, finished off uh, Naruto 3. Uh, Didn't do the DLC. Going to come back to do that uh, this week on the channel, but hit the credits on that. And um, it feels weird to have a lot of my questions being answered. Um Stuff that I've been wondering about plot-wise. Is, is the Great Ninja War over? No. Oh. It, we're in the middle of it. And uh, it also is very... Like, sometimes it's, you sometimes the answers are satisfying, sometimes they're not, right? And, if for, and one of the questions that I always have is, what does this legendary person and or foreshadowed group look like? And... First, you got the Katsuki. You got the Katskis in their their Katsuki robes. And as you see more and more of them, you're like, well, that's a weirdo, but those ones are cool. And then that that's all right for sure. By the end, yeah, Katskis are okay, yeah. right? Then you see like, oh, shit, it's the Seven Swordsmen of the Mist. Oh, cool. You know, oh, the those... ones we've been setting up oh, the whole time. Yeah. Oh, the two you knew are the coolest of ones. Of course they are. <laughs> of course the they are. are nowhere near as cool. You know? And you're like, God damn it. Oh, there, you know, one or two of them are all right, but a lot of them are weird. And then you're like, okay. And now here comes the other Jinchuriki. It's the other demon, ba- be- the tailed beast people. What are you guys going to be like? Oh, man, a bunch of you are really dumb looking. And you have some really dumb looking beasts. Well, that beast looks cool. But guess But of these nine tailed, eight tailed, seven tailed, etc. beasts, like the QB, whose real name is Kuruma. Uh-huh. 
who's a lonely, sad, tailed beast with no friends who sits on the swing because he has his lonely reasons too. Oh no, he never had ah! friends. He never had friends, Pat. I hate it. Doo-doo-doo. I hate it. <laughs> the evil monster that literally murders your parents, by the way, who we get to see and yeah. hang out with. And yeah, they're cool. We get to see them. Guess what? What? They're dope. Yeah, they're they're great. Yeah, they're great. The gener- the, the the generation above, right? Yeah. The, the genera- the, that's the rule? Yeah. The previous generation is rad? Cool. Stand still. The fourth Hokage and his girl are dope. Yeah, they're great. Get fucking murdered by this QB. But it was sad. But he was all alone. And to make it worse, in English, he sounds like Noob Saibot. So he's literally speaking like this. And I swear to God, there's a line where it's like, he says something to the effects of, fine, I guess you could have some of my chakra. Yeah, I remember. Babaka. I remember that. It's not like I wanted you to have it or anything. Yeah. Uh, Just because we're getting closer doesn't mean I'm, I'm gonna let you in. I'm not like the others. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and we play a lot of video games and watch a lot of anime, so maybe it's at the forefront. But the the specifically Japanese redemptive quality to a lot of their stories is my most hated thing in all of fiction. Yes. And it I is, end up talking about this a lot on my channel at the moment because of how much it plays into both Naruto and Indivisible, right? The concept of redemption and the discussion around it. I want to point out, redemption has value. It does. But there are ways to show this and to write it. And there are different levels of uh, empathy that you can have depending on the nature of what the person does. And then I always stand by this. Don't talk about how you're going to redeem yourself. Show us. Show the redemption. Yeah, and you know what's... N- I guess I'll talk around it because it's about Naruto. You know what's not good enough for your character's redemption arc? An apology. Right. Exactly. An apology. Exactly. That's that's talking versus action. So so ironically enough, despite the fact that I don't watch Naruto and you're going through Naruto, there are things about the way that plays out that I know that you don't. There are people that say they're sorry and Naruto just goes, that's cool. And they just let them go. And that's it. And that is it. Yeah. And it's yeah. like even in the board shit, yeah. it's never brought up again. Yeah. Um, it's, it's part of the, the, like, I, I got, I lost my mind for many reasons during Ultra Despair Girls. Yeah. But a big, yeah, yeah, that was the one, a big one was that the children were murdering people, but we were letting them go because they were children. It, it, I could and not over and over in your brain. I could not handle your every, brain just kept going. Every Mega Man boss is a horrible piece of shit that should go. Yeah. And no, but they're too young to go, you know? And Wooly. that's the only quality. Like, it was wild. Um, I did, how many times did your brain go, but we can kill guilty children, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
fucking um um iron blooded orphan raise your frag yeah. yeah so so in in uh in in this case right that's so bad I so hate but this. then there's layers right because you see these little bits where when for example the nine tails attacks the village oh what's going on he's got a little sharingan in his eye yeah what's that about <gasps> he's mind controlled right yeah oh Oh, so that means he's on a rampage because he's being sent in by someone else, except for when that goes away. And continues to rampage. And he continues to do the bad thing. So, and you're like, so what do so we... So it's... Inc- like, oops. Shish kebabs. He shish kebabs both parents. It's wild. <laughs> it's a fucking full-on skewer. And then it's like, no, I'm lonely. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. You know? And I'm like... Fuck you and your redemption with everything. Uh, there, everything. There, it, and it's not just limited to Japanese stories, obviously. Yeah. The reason I fell off Steven Universe is what I think Plague would call an unhealthy relationship with antagonism. Mm. In that Steven Universe is of the belief, at least when I was watching it, and all the way up until its original finale, that you can just talk things over with anyone, mm-hmm. no matter how bad they are. No matter how bad it gets. And it's like... Even the bigger bad than the one that you're currently dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, every time you You can always them. just talk it out. Yeah. And it's like, that's... Like, to children, talk through your problems, great lesson. Also to children, the idea that all problems can be solved with a discussion, ridiculous. And there's a very good one that Naruto does to subvert expectations. And and, and one fight is resolved with talk no jutsu in a time when you wouldn't expect it. Mm -hmm. And it's done well. Yeah. And then the thesis statement of, no, we can talk away the evil from everything and everyone. And also, there is no such thing as a point of no return. Mm, no such thing there's no such thing you can never be bad enough you can never be bad enough to not be saved and and then as a shonen show needs to last years it just becomes more and more painful when you see this same thesis get shoved down your throat god steel ball run is so fucking good too bad it'll never be animated oh Hey. On this subject, exactly. Do you, hey, do you want to see... Hey, let's stop for a second. Oh, do you want to see Stone... Man, it's so Jojo good. Part 6, Stone Ocean Animated? Talk about it on Twitter and your social media. Check that hashtag. Because they said that they won't be able to animate it unless people blow it up on social media. Now, I think that quote is a lie. I think that shit is going to get animated no matter what. But I do think that the uh, worldwide response to it is going to determine how much money they get to make it it's just on this topic in particular it's so satisfying right because it's like in addition to being a brilliant artist a genius behind the fucking pen araki puts together wild wacky fun adventures kooky characters memorable stories and really fun 4d chess boss fights yeah but he also has this part of it down where you're like the nature of good and evil what the what the breaking point is and like now in his earlier works some of that shit was a little no. gets a little wild at times especially when you watch like murder baby get away with go, eating go, poop 
go go watch the end of part two when they're like talking about like oh Stroheim was a good friend. Now go back to the beginning of part two and see what kind of shit Stroheim yeah, exactly. was up to. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How about that fucking introduction? Hey kid, are you gonna stand up for your whole village? Do you choose to sacrifice yourself? That's cool. Yes. You're awesome. Everybody else, get him. Kill everyone to feed their blood to the monster, because, wow, I'm a Nazi. What a hero. Yeah, like... It's... Saving the day at the end of the story. Wild. Wild. Yeah. Fucked. <laughs> um, but Steel Ball Run touches on this in such a good way, man. So anyway, I, it just kicks in whenever I have these moments. But um, anyway, though, uh, like, when he... When he does shit like that, he's allowed. Araki's allowed to forget as much as he wants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, Naruto's got this whole thing going for it, and uh, and Indivisible actually has some interesting stuff about that too. Yeah. Um, but in an unintentional way. Oh uh, yeah. I'd say the places that it goes are interesting to the redemption discussion, and some of them are not necessarily intended. Okay. Right. Oops, accidental redemption? Not even. Okay. Um, like, I, 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 it's hard to go into detail okay. without spoiling a lot. But um, it, 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 it's becoming, like, wildly nonsensical the further we go into Naruto. Na- Dude, and, you- and I expect it to continue all the way to the end because I have I can screenshot te- proof. I can text you the name of someone they just let go and you're going to lose your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want the name? I, it's fine. Dude, we'll get there. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. But looking at the way things are now, like Naruto literally gives, he's like, I'm a bro fist you, Nine Tails. You murderous evil kaiju, because I'm gonna make you my friend that too. Killed my parents for fun. Nah, I'm gonna make you my friend too. You know. Anyway, um, so yeah, there's it's there's fucking that. unbelievable. All of that coming together on Wooly versus. Check it out on Twitch. Uh, we're streaming every day, and then check it out on YouTube when the episodes going up. Having a blast. Having a blast. Everything going is it. trash, Wooly. Everything is trash. What's not trash? Is Shovel Knight Showdown now available on the Treasure Trove? You should play it. You should buy it. Half of you probably already own it. It is uh, their entry into the four-player like uh, uh, platform up. platform fighter. Mm-hmm. We don't got to say Smash Clone because it's not. I didn't. I said Smash Em Up. Smash Em Up. Platform fighter. All right. And it's got so much that like they they've done some quality of life stuff that I didn't even know Smash needed. That they could use um, in terms of just like fun mode selection and and, uh, ease of use for like, you know, unlocking stuff for for just running a stream, for example. Yeah, I heard you just beep, boop, beep. Beautiful, beautiful. Fun game. Baz is a blast. Everyone else is really fun. There's Rays and Dark Rays, yo. Oh, really? Dark Rays, everybody. Go, go, please, please, please. Uh, 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 fucking the treasure trove is complete and it's a wonderful package. And King of Cards is out too. Yes, it well. is. Yes, it is. That's my week. Cool. Hey, everyone. I'm Pat. I technically had a week, but I'll be really honest. Not a whole lot of interest occurred during it. I mainly played some leagues and I thought about what to do with my stream ongoing and I was like, it was mainly an ad, really. Uh, I stream over at the twitch.tv slash angriest pet, and I decided, you know, that remake 3 looks really good, 
And I simultaneously discovered that they had, uh, modders had recreated RE2 and 3 with even better, higher quality backgrounds. Like they used that machine learning shit yep. to fucking upscale all that old shit. Yep. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. Ah, fuck it. How many Resident Evil games are there that are technically mainline? 13. That's actually a decent amount, but... 1, 2, 3, CV, 4, 5, 6, 7, uh, the Mercenary games? Nah. It goes in release order. Zero. 1, 2, 3, CVX, then uh, res- Remake, 0, 4. Oh, wait, hold on. You're counting remakes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so 1, 2, 3, CVX, 4, Remake, 0, Five revelations, six revelations, two, seven, uh, then remake two, and then remake three. It's a lot, mm-hmm. and fucking, I'm gonna do them all. You're gonna play the same one spelled twice. What? Pardon? You're gonna you're gonna do like RE one and then remake? Yeah. Okay. That game is fucking. I got it working on a emulator uh, last night. Jesus Christ. Like... Damn, you just gonna shit on the Chronicles like that? RE1 <laughs> aged so bad compared to RE2 and RE3. It's kind of crazy. Like, the, the pre-rendered backgrounds are markedly much shittier. And it's very obviously the very first one of this type of new genre. Because it is rough. You ever, uh, wait, did that Game Boy Color one ever come out? No. It never did. It does exist. You can get a hold of it, but it's not done. Uh, I but was so excited when I saw that. It was so cool that it existed at all. It was the, that was the, one of the most excited things I was for Nintendo when I saw that. Yeah, damn. Okay, all right. It's a bummer. It's a real bummer. Uh, and the only other thing that I really did want me, my, my, my fucking shit... Is that I, uh, they got a new season of Destiny out, so I hopped into the new season of Destiny, and I'm like, the only real thing I want to talk about is that they had this thing, they're doing this thing now where every 90 days is a new season, Mm -hmm. and every 90 days we'll have a new, uh, you know, they'll do tweaks and quality of life shit, and a little bit of a power jump, but nothing big, but it'll have a new activity that'll reward new items. And the worry with this is that when Shadowkeep came out, the activity was called the Vex Offensive, and it was really fucking basic. It was it was really fucking simple. When you say like activity, that sounds much smaller than like a full. It does, doesn't it? Drop. And so it's called a seasonal activity, and the seasonal activity the last season was you run a ten minute like little, not quite a dungeon, but like a like a like a you know a, a longer fight. And then you fight a boss at the end, and there are four guns that can drop. And that's it. Mm. Um, and it gave you a shit ton of drops, so it was actually really easy to get good versions of those guns. You you get like three, four items per run. It took like ten minutes. But that was it. And they were building up for 13 weeks to go, we're going to build this big fucking portal and then we're going to go in there. We're going to fucking kill a robot called the Undying Mind. 
okay. And then when that week came around, it was the exact same activity, but they swapped the final boss for a slightly different looking final boss, and the rewards didn't even change. So I was going to say, the one thing that would make, I guess, a difference in my brain here would be, are these new content... They are. Or is it remixed? No, they are new. They are genuinely new. Okay. But like the Vex Offensive was like, you do it for a day and you'd be like, yeah, I've really, really seen everything this has to offer. Mm -hmm. And I probably got like everything that I wanted out of it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, is that like, are we going to get like one of these every fucking 90 days for the entire rest of the year? Is that it? Mm. Fuck. And the answer is no. Because the reason why that one was weak was because it was tied with all the shit that came out with the Shadowkeep expansion. Because that expansion had a raid and had all this shit alongside it and story missions. This new one is way, way more in-depth. It is a much more complicated activity with much better rewards. There's way more items. There's a progression path. You build up to earn more rewards. And it's it's a whole fucking thing. So it's like, okay. But... Even though it's much better, all I can think of is, like, every 90 days, they're going to make 4 to 10 guns that are going to just fucking go away Mm. forever at the end of a 90-day period. Mm. And some of them, in fact, a lot of them are really, really good. I imagine it's that idea of putting in something really strong into... It's FOMO. It's it's commodified FOMO. It's your incentive, yeah. Um, Yeah. But... They they have gone on record saying like, oh, stuff that's time limited, that's important, will come back for sure. And all I can think of is like, they're probably going to do something where like, um, guns that are a year old mm, will okay. cycle into cycle back in and give the, the generalized pool of shit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to pause you for one second. Super professional podcast. Hey, Punch Mom. Yeah? You're around next Saturday, right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. This Saturday or yeah. next? No, the coming one. I yeah. needed to confirm before. Okay. Something. All right. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Got to do it. But yeah, it's... it's, And they're being kind of cagey about it. And they probably will be cagey about it for another nine months. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to say... Because the way it works is you buy a fucking season pass for 30 bucks or whatever it is and that that unlocks the ability to do the activity and get these items. Oh wait, you don't just get this automatically? No, this is the battle pass. Every 90 days they have what I is I thought this? this was incentive for to keep playing the game as yeah, existing... the game's now free to play. There, Destiny doesn't have a subscription. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. So right. just so right, there's right, right, they, right, right. Unless right, you're right. spending money, they don't want you to just Yeah, keep yeah, yeah, the yeah, game. yeah, yeah, okay, right. They have to find the. They have to sell you something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. The, what they're selling is the activity and all the rewards associated with it. Would you rather something less frequent but more substantial? I I would much much rather um pay f- twice as much every six months. Yeah. To get something that stayed. Yeah. Uh because the 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 FOMO part sucks. On the plus side, like part the other part of it is like the activity and all the rewards there, and the other thing is the battle pass itself, which is ranks one to a hundred. Unlock these rewards. It's fucking easy to hit a hundred. Like it's fucking laughably easy to hit a hundred. You have ninety days to do it. If you play for forty minutes, you get two levels. So wow. it's okay. it's not a problem. 
It's re- like, because they said, hey, well, well, if you get to the end of the season and uh, you're a couple levels short, you know, you can uh, you can pay up mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, finish off the pass at approximately $1 per level. They don't just do like a, 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 an, a, an, an, yeah, an XP booster? Uh, the XP boosters are built into the pass. Okay. You actually, it actually goes faster and faster the, the more, more you do you it. The more you play. Yeah, okay. But it's a dollar a level. So, hey, did you, like, yeah, think about that. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, if yeah. it was anything other than easy to get these, yeah. it'd be a fucking travesty. And you'd see people, you know, yelling about it on social media. Mm. But it's not. It's actually really, really easy it's to a, get it to the macap. interesting case study where, you know how being free to play allows you to get away with weirder and weirder yeah. play models? If you didn't start as free to play, are you still held to that? Destiny has the longest running fucked up business model because the whole time it's ever existed, I don't know. Everyone has just gone, why don't you just charge a fucking subscription? Because all of these even out to a subscription. Mm. The fucking ten dollar. Uh, what is it? It's a sixty dollar expansion. Uh, sorry, a forty dollar expansion every year with twenty dollar expansions every three months ends up to being like, you know, the math is like eight to ten dollars a month. Are there any quotes on the books about them saying we'll never make a subscription for this? No, there are quotes on the books of them arguing with uh, Activision back when about they were owned by Activision doing it, and okay. Activision going, you will not fucking charge a subscription for this. But who's going to drop their FF14 money to pay for Destiny 2? Well, here's here's where it gets really good. So the Battle Pass, now that I've played a bunch of games, I play an MMO, Yeah, I'm playing fucking League and I'm playing Destiny, which is a pseudo-MMO. And they all have catch-up mechanics. They all have daily bonuses. They all, all these fucking things. And it has never become more clear that all of these battle passes and all these things, most of them, or even subscriptions, most of them are pretty decent values for actual content. But what they're not is values for your time. They are not about so much making money. They're as much about keeping your competitors from making money. Because if I want to hit rank 100 in Destiny Mm -hmm. and get every one of those guns that I want and maybe even get the title, there's absolutely no fucking way on earth I am also going to be grinding up multiple characters to cap in Final Fantasy. Or getting my ranked play high up in league or whatever it demands all of your time it demands at least enough of my time that the idea of putting the same amount of time into another one of these is ridiculous okay is uh is the time demand off of 14 or warframe uh comparable or is it so warframe has no time demand warframe's really bizarre but these are all stop and start as you would yes Destiny has the most um it ha- Destiny by far of all the business models has the most hey you're not, you you don't you don't want to play this month well that shit's gone yeah it's just fucking gone right right the time um, limits the time limits Final are- Fantasy 14 has 
uh, aside from, you know, events like, oh, the yokai watch thing is, you know, shit like that. Fucking whatever. Start and stop at whim. Uh, League is, it's just ranked games. It's just specialty skin. It's not a big fucking deal. The other games are not pushing a time wall up to you. Yeah. Yeah. Destiny's pushing up a fucking time wall. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's Mm -hmm. aggressive. Mm -hmm. It's 90 days. It's, it's relatively fucking fast. And it worked. Because I, I didn't even really feel like fucking playing Destiny this weekend. But I'm like, but you did. well, I want to get fucking rank 100 by the end of the fucking season. And I have 87 days to go. So I better be getting a level a day. Because the rewards are all really cool and I want them. But even... And it's... <sighs> I may not want them right now. But boy, am I going to be pissed off in 55 days if I haven't started on them it's, at all. It's the same discussion about FOMO-based incentive where you don't, you're not playing out of desire to play. You're playing out of frustration yes. to not lose and the here's option, where, the opportunity. And here's where it breaks for any particular person, right? And I'm lucky that for me it does break on the right side of things, but for some it doesn't. Some people I know will start playing and like, oh, I really don't want to grind this fucking thing out, but I have to. And that's the feeling they carry forward, right? Yep. I hopped into Destiny and I started playing it. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I actually fucking love playing this game and I'm having a blast. But if I wasn't, I'd be like, fuck this season. Right? I'd be like, you know, if, mm-hmm. if I was, if I was mm-hmm. playing it, I was like actually fucking bummed out and mm-hmm. jitty. But if you, like, I'm lucky. I just happen to fall on the right side of that. If you don't, then that FOMO shit will make you play a game all the time and hate it. It'll make you play something like League often just so that your rank points don't decay. And the more hours you put in, the the more you're invested, like it or hate it. Yeah. So It's like right now, Yeah. Uh, you know, they've only done one of these seasons so far. Well, I got all the fancy cosmetic armor from that season. Yeah. So I'm at 100% completion. Yeah, I call it a duty boot, right? You got to duty boot that game based on the fact that it's like, well, you got to do it now. Final Fantasy XIV doesn't even hide it. When you go, when you uh, queue up for shit, you're yep. queuing up for duties. Yep. You know, you know, you don't even, you know, you don't even want to do it. Yeah. You don't even want to do it, but you're like, well, it's that time scheduled and in. The, and the difference is, got to do it, whether or not you you do you you like. So for me, I think, and this is for me only. This is my personal yep. thing. I fucking hate going to parties. I don't like going to cons. I don't like to go out into large areas that have people in them until I get there. And that's the problem. Like, somebody says, hey, I'm having a party on so-and-so. I'm like, I don't want to fucking... But I go... And I always arrive and go, oh, what was wrong with me? I, you know, oh, this is fun. And then I have a good time. And then later I go, I'm glad I went. Right? Yep. Almost, almost universally. Mm -hmm. Like MAGFest was, is a good example. I didn't want to go to cons forever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I should go to MAGFest and make sure. And then I went to MAGFest. MAGFest is a fucking blast. Mm -hmm. Right? Connect the analogy. It's like that, but for playtime, where for Destiny in particular, I don't want to log in and figure out all this fucking loot shit. Oh, wait, no, the game's fun. 
Ooh. I forgot. I fucking forgot because I haven't played in a month. Right. The game's fun. Right. Oh, man, this Monster Hunter limited event thing. I haven't played Monster Hunter in like two months. I don't care. Oh, this quest is awesome. I really enjoy it. Great. And I think like that's half on the game. <laughs> what? I saw that screenshot that someone posted of like, we've introduced it. I think it's Siege to allow new ways for you to craft your weapons or customize yeah. what you want to play. And it was just like it's just like a screenshot of a weapon that was like uh uh sharpness four sharpness five sharpness oh it was five, monster sharpness hunter sharpness five sharpness five sharpness six listen here you, you listen here you little shit yeah no it was it was monster hunter to stack up um uh sharpness to get all purple like, what the fuck are you doing with my system how dare you don't do that yeah, <laughs> but yeah, great. and that is half on the individual and it's half on the game. It's mm-hmm. up to the game to make sure that the things it's bugging you to come back for are things that people will actually fucking enjoy. Yeah. And then it's on you to go, yeah, I feel like I need to come back, but if you don't enjoy it, fucking stop. There was a really bizarre period in which I was not on the wrong side. Of, sorry, I was not on the right side of this about a year and a half ago. When I was playing FF14, because I felt guilty that my friends were higher level than me. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt really guilty. Like, 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 really upset. Like, I've put so much time into this, and I'm letting it go behind. What was all that time for? And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, this is bad. And then I quit for, like, six months. That's when I stopped playing for a while. Yeah. And then I just came back and it was not. Yeah, the the obvious analogy, of course, here being Duty Fighter Five and the costume unlocks and and whatnot. With those the, are the worst ones I've ever seen for anything. One week. Those were the worst things of that, like the the worst duty things they I have ever seen. They did bring them back, sure, and they will be on the disc in February. But like, come back for this fight that sucks and then you do it and you're like that sucked but i got one out of five duty and, boot and then maybe you forgot it next week oh well now i wasted that week there goes that i logged on captain commando and nergigante like it it was the like i don't know who thought up the way they introduced that but that was like the worst of all worlds duty boot it literally for a fighting game it should have been hey play online a certain amount of matches and unlock the thing entirely just just don't even hide the the gacha game mobile system and that's not a gacha system it's a mobile game system of just boot the game up five days in a row and then at the sixth day here you fucking go you know why not fuck it just put a little punch card on the boot monster hunter has a punch card yeah a bunch of games use punch card systems yeah teppin uses it and it's fine you know, it's the, that duty boot. League gives you a uh, first one of the day. Just do it. Which is League's first one of the day is yeah. fucking nefarious because you can play a lot of losing games in a row and be like, oh, I'm going to quick and hop on and get my first win of the day. Mm-hmm. And I'm not leaving 40, until I 40, get my 40, 40, 40, 40. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Like shit, you know. When you're playing Teppin, there will be times when you come back to the main menu <laughs> and then like. It goes, hey, the date has changed. Here's your update. And you're just like, ooh, I've been playing a while. <laughs> like, yeah. I got a date change prompt. Um, 
Yeah. 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 Just, just throw it, throw it, throw it that way. Yeah. Totally. New, new, new destiny, uh, season seems really good. All the stuff's really cool. All the, all the weapons are, are fucking stellar. Like they're good looking, which the last season they were hideous. There were these guns covered in vines and shit, like an overgrown look. And everyone's like, I can't see the fucking, it looks like shit. It looks like I'm firing a stick. But this stuff's all sheet metal and stuff. It's cool. If the incentive leads to a gameplay uh, that you enjoy, then then it's fa- fine. then it's fine. Win win for everybody. It's fine. If it leads to something that you're kind of miserable playing, you need to probably leave that game entirely. But the Reinhardt time wall walking towards you is not great. That's not a good... every every time you go to cash in a reward from leveling up on that you know one the fucking amount of days remaining is in the upper right corner of the mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. And it's like, yeah. Why don't you just make it so that I bought the pass? I can unlock everything on this fucking pass. Instead of days remaining, just show price remaining to max out. Oh, that's that'll really incentivize people. <laughs> just show the money going down. Look, you're saving money every minute you play the game. The money goes down. You're almost down to $2. You're right there. Oh, Keep playing. It's like it's free now. Keep playing. That's fucking nefarious. Money go it. down. Well, if you want to see me uh, fucking blast through the Resident Evil franchise as fast as I think I can do, I think I can do a bunch of those games in one night. Uh, and also putts around in like League and FF7 and shit. Go down to twitch.tv slash angriestpat on weeknights, usually at around 8 p.m. Eastern. Check that out. If you want to see uh, the putt singing Indivisible in Naruto and me trying to figure out why those roads are creating a weird aura. Oh, you mean menacing the, aura. You mean the fucking tentacle bitch roads? Then uh, you can check out uh, Wooly Versus on Twitch and YouTube. Those roads are weird. Yep. They're, they're giving a, a menacing aura. Uh, and uh, thank God also... I got an explanation from Min as to where they start and end and how that works because the first road I saw was a segment in the middle with no start or end connected to the points that you would need to... Yeah, they go to Distro Center. So I stared at a random piece of road and I was like, but how do I road? And like, it, it would have been bad if I had to try and figure that out. <laughs> Because I'm like, this is the this is the worst possible chunk of road you could have given me. You're usually supposed to see the very first segment of the road first. Yeah. Um. So in any case, um, that is over on uh, Wooly Versus. And since Saturdays are now our fun variety stream times, yeah. Uh, if everybody enjoyed last Saturday, then stick around this Saturday. Because we're going to be uh, bringing back, since I got that confirmation, we're going to be bringing back... Some good old-fashioned table lords. Oh, my God. We're going tabletop this Saturday, baby. So come in, have fun, grab a drink, stick around. We're going to be playing at old school if you want to tune into that. and papers. Saturday night, uh, 7.30. Schedule's going to go up on my Twitter where you can see what we're going to be doing. Can you fucking believe, like, we're in our 30s now. And I remember being a fucking dweeb in like, you know, 10, 11, 12 and seeing the older kids talk about their Saturday nights. And I'd be like, I'm going to be playing video games. Yeah. And now whenever I hear somebody in their 30s or older 
talk about their Saturday night being like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with my wife or my, my, my guys or we're going to play video games or D&D or something. Like, yeah! Yeah. Cool! Yep. And the ones that are like, I'm, we're going to go out and hit the bar, I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. No. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that, that middle part, mm-hmm. that's when that was cool. Now, it's starting to become like rapidly uncool. Well, the longer it goes on, the sadder it gets. Which uh, was the, originally applicable uh, the other direction. It's a Chris Rock line about this. Uh, you don't want to be the old guy at the club. Yeah. He's not that old, but he's just a bit too old to be at the club. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you don't want to be the guy. You don't want to be that the, the, the weird 38-year-old hanging out with the college kids. Like, what? You're... Like you're not you're 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 a good guy, but why why are you here? <laughs> like who brought you? Whose man's is this? Anyway, um, yeah, so that that that's gonna be going around, and and I, I have a feeling that um, uh, more people will watch it this time. So uh, yay, tune in for that. All right, boop da boop, ba ba da ba. What's the next part of the podcast? The news. Hey, we got news. Oh, so I'm just gonna well, apologies, boy. I'm just gonna repeat. The exact joke that I made to Wooly upon walking in the door. Must be a big news week because of the TGAs, right? Why would you save anything for for Jeff at this point? Why, well, would, you know, why would you not just announce it on your own show? You know what the funniest thing about that is, Wooly? Is that one of the reasons why the TGAs was so bad? By the way, I fucking hate the name of the TGAs because it's the Game Awards, but I keep saying the, the TGAs. TGAs. Yeah, the VGAs. No, that's the old one. That's a that's a specifically different thing. It's a it's different brand. The GAs, because the VGAs were owned by Spike. This is just Jeff Keighley's Game Awards. That's awful. It sucks, but. Um, Remember how they ended on fucking uh, Fast and Furious, Drunk Times, terrible PS2 game? And there was no one more thing, and you were like, what the, really? Valve pulled the fuck out like two days before the the VGAs. Uh, was the, it, what was it going to be? It was going to be a, a, like a gameplay demonstration of Half-Life Alex. Of Alex, yeah. And okay. they, they were like, nah, we just decided not to go. Well, <laughs> that's unfortunate. What is fortunate is the word from our sponsors coming up. Yes, <laughs> I was. That's why I got weird in the middle there. I was like, "What's the next part of the podcast?" Almost, almost lost the plot. But you know what? I'll never lose. What would you never lose? Willie? My desire to eat some good ass cookies. That's true. I also want to eat cookies. It makes the okay. I'm gonna be real. These podcast ad sponsors where they're talking about food and cookies in particular. It sucks because I never eat a decent meal coming to this podcast. And then you start going, man, you know what's great? Cookies. And you're right. But I'm like, shit. I want cookies so bad right now. It's crazy. You know what I almost forgot about? Because Miss Mrs. Fields bringing you the delicious cookies. We all we know this. We know what the deal know. is. We know the score. All right. I forgot the anticipation from someone like your grandmother bringing out the tin. Oh yeah. And you go 
fuck me, that's not the box cookies? No, that's the that's a grandma. The tin cookies. cookies? Yeah, the tin. The shit. tin cookies just taste better. Yeah. They just taste better because they're in a tin. Yeah. And they got the layers. It's a context thing. You just you just know that it's like we spent the time with the packaging because we're spending more time making the cookie taste good. Yeah. It ain't that box cookie. Yeah. It's that tin cookie. All right. That's what you're getting. Packaging does matter. That's what you're getting. Your brain already knows it's the good cookies because you're getting you're getting the tin cookie. The tin cookies, f- fucking high, the top tier, top tier cookies. Coming up on the holidays, the the season of the tin cookie. What better place to go than the place that Debbie Fields started 40 years ago? That's a while ago. Winning over the world with gooey chocolate chip cookies, melt-in-your-mouth brownies, passion for sharing the joy of baked goods in that tin. The sound of that tin, which will be used for sewing equipment later on. Oh, it so is. Is initially used for deliciousness now. Speaking of now, you can get your cookies now sent straight to you. Order your loved ones. Gourmet tins, basket full of fresh baked cookies. Flavorful, easy to order, shipping anywhere across the country. You can even order them as a gift. Which would be obvious now. Put the, the season. Custom message, logo, family photo, whatever you want to say. I would suggest something such as, yo, cookies, as the perfect message to put on your Mrs. Fields order. And, of course, there is a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. So, it ain't that hard. It's cookies, guys. This is pretty simple. It's fucking delicious cookies. I legitimately don't know why we even have to advertise this. It's wild. It seems silly. But, if for some reason that's not enough for you, you can head on down to uh, mrsfields.com and use the promo code SUPERBEAST to get 20% off your entire order. So uh, that's going to mrsfields.com and entering the promo code SUPERBEAST for 20% off any gift. Uh, mrsfields.com, promo code SUPERBEAST. Thank you, Mrs. Fields. Thank Thank you, you, cookies. cookies. Righto, then. So, um, there was the GAs. Yes. But before the GAs, um, there's a couple other announcements that happened uh, earlier this week. Yeah, there's a couple things that are going down. Uh, Here's a fun one. So, you remember Custom Robo? I do. Vaguely. Uh, We played it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Had to do some, some work to get those parts unlocked. Took some setting up to do because uh, it takes a long time to get those saves. But I believe, I believe Mike Zero Dude had that full unlock. That was a while ago. Anyway, Custom Robo, fun ass Nintendo franchise. Um, well, the creator uh, is now working at Thousand Games, and there's a new game uh, called Synaptic Drive. And Synaptic, oh, I'm gonna look this up. That's a good name. And Synaptic Drive looks like a new spiritual successor. No, not Synap shit. Synaptic Drive <laughs> looks like a new spiritual successor, uh, in the vein. Oh of, boy, does it! In Holy the vein shit. of Custom Robo, uh, which 
I don't know. It's almost like, hey, Nintendo's not doing anything with this. I'm gonna do my own that thing. That is, and it's coming out on the Switch. It was, it was, it was like literally like they're just making custom Robo where there's no custom Robo. That's hilarious. Yeah, um, and uh, you know the fucking past ten years of like no one's doing anything with this. All right, we made violent bills. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like that's, shit. this is the era we live in now, right? We live in an era where um, it's becoming easier and easier to just make indie games that make the game you wanted a sequel to. Yeah. Fucking make your own sequel. Right? It's it's just that possible with the right team and skills. And in this case, if you're a creator that's out there on Twitter telling people like, yo, you know that thing you love me for? I want to make more of it. Would you support me if I made another version of it? That was legally distinct. And people are like, fuck yeah. And this totally looks like that same style of game. Looks great. Um, lots of characters and customization. Obviously, parts and things available. Uh, check it out. You know, Synaptic Drive. And, and, and yeah, the, the, the maps they're fighting on are screaming Custom it, Robo. Like, I was looking at it. It, was like, it looked like screenshots from Custom Robo. Or at least my memories of them. Yeah. Like the amount of times, as you say, talk about like the creators and stuff like that. Like the amount of times that like um, you'd see... Uh, uh, like the the uh, uh, te- not Tatsuya Mizuguchi, God damn it! Oh, this is good. I like this bit. Skank this- Funk, the the career, the music man behind Jet Set Radio, is working in on is working on everything uh, uh, that looks remotely like Jet Set Radio out of an extreme desire for there to be more Jet Set Radio in the world. Yes, you know, um, and and if anything has like even just like similar cool street stylings like uh, Lethal League Blaze, yeah. Um, he will be there. Uh, so, yeah, I like this. I like this world that we that we have entered where the creators can just make their own things if they're not getting Nintendo to help them out or whatever else is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Synaptic Drive. Uh, God, shit, what was his name? That, this is bugging me. I got a fact check. Who? Hideki Naganuma. Hideki totally. is the guy that did the music in Jet Set Radio. Really good. Really, really good. Uh, that's good music even I know that and I never play the fucking game or know anything about music so game that is being made by platinum oh wait maybe not hmm their names disappeared hard to say grand blue fantasy relink New footage yeah, came out. Looks really good. Looks really good. I wonder why. <laughs> How did the game start to look this good? It's almost as if, huh? Well, anyway, uh, looks looks like a fucking solid ass character action banger. Multiplayer. Yeah, multiplayer action game. Yeah. Um, fun to see these characters I now recognize from a little from Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Like, I'm like, hey, there's Lancelot. There was a weird. There was a weird moment where. Uh, a character got announced for the fighting game, uh, mm. Grant, and the 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 girl with the demon horns and the sword. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's the the hot girl in the Christmas outfit cosplayer that I saw yesterday. Right, right. Like it's like that's where we're going on. Okay, I mean, watching this game and seeing, I'm like, hey, look, it's Grand. You know, and I'm and I'm actually like, I'm like, yeah, it's those characters from the fighting game. I know you. Uh, it's fun, you know? So I'm like, yeah, I don't even know anything about Grand Blue Fantasy at all, but the recognition is already there. Man, Lancelot is a handsome fellow. Anyway, um, this 
game uh, looks like it's going to be a a banger, a probable banger. So we got a cinematic game, a cinematic trailer, and then a gameplay trailer. So it's interesting that we're seeing uh, we're seeing Gran and League go. We got some hot shit. Let's fucking stretch as far as it'll go into every possible genre to make like the the er property. Well, Psy Games has been tentacle creeping up into yeah. everything for a they've, while. They've they've been they've been creeping. This continues. This just continues their their entire company like mo. You know, leagues um, is more like a fucking tentacle explosion. But I guess it's been secret. If you've got if you've got the money to put those fingers in every pie, as we talked about earlier, just mm. why why not? And furthermore, if you've got the money to hire the right people to insert your finger into the pie for you, this <laughs> analogy is getting more and more distressing. I mean, if you can get the P star people to hold your hand and guide, yeah, guide your finger into the pie. That is I, I, character I, action. It's it's I don't. Listen, you understand. That's all that matters. The game looks the game like looks it's good. going to be very cool. Uh, it looks very big do combo, but also number go up. Are you ready to become... Oh, what do the fate people call it? There's a fucking word. There's a term for the people that are not into the original thing. They're only into the wealth of spin-off shit. Ooh. What is the fucking term for this? Like a Gaidenite? Like like a, a, a Gaiden it's, it's Master? Like, it's got like fake fan energy. Mmm. Um, spin Master? Spin-off fucking... Secondaries. A secondary. A secondary fan. Ooh. We <sighs> got... We got gatekeeping. Because secondary fans are scum. We got you see? gatekeeping terms. I love it. Oh. Oh, I'm the I'm so ready. secondary fan. I'm so ready to be a secondary fan. Oh, yeah. I'm a secondary fan of things that I'm already a fan of. <laughs> I'm a secondary Pokemon fan. Yeah. I, 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 I beat Blue and I liked it. <laughs> I am super secondary. She is... That's Pokemon good, that's might a good term. Pokemon might be the most fucked up series ever in that are you old enough to have played and beat the original game when it came out and that's it you're a fake fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but then it goes the other way like in Persona where it's like have you never seen the original running? No. You're a fake well, fan. Well, I mean I have but it sucks. <laughs> yeah, certainly secondaries. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. I'm. Uh... I can't believe you didn't read the original pornographic visual novel. You only <laughs> play the fucking MOBA J. You didn't. You didn't get into the the uh, the <laughs> the type moon. Is that my fate fan the type voice moon now? Porn. I can't believe it. <laughs> bro. It took a while before it stopped being porn. It was. Porn- it's still porn, Wooly. <laughs> It's, don't even pretend. It, don't it, even pretend. I'm pretty sure they've been able to 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 you know pretend that their past is not their past anymore. I don't. I don't are they still making the full on dojin? I don't think so. They got the real money now. They got that legit money. You know, it's like the Cardi B. It's like the Cardi B. She's uh, don't you drag poor Cardi B into this trash. 
Don't. That is disrespectful. Excuse me. I'm sorry. That is disgusting. I apologize. You keep real human beings away from the fate stuff. I... Where real humans are not allowed. I don't know what I was thinking. Only Lancer classes. I'm going to learn more about fate just to get more wrong. I was really hoping <laughs> you were going to say I'm going to learn more about Cardi B. I don't really need to know all that much. She went from fucking being dirt poor stripper to being a fucking star. To being a millionaire stripper. It's yeah. awesome. Multi. I've seen, I've seen enough clips of Cardi B holding up a shoe and just going, ah, <laughs> to yeah. know exactly what Cardi B is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And be like, oh, yeah, she's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Um, That's full on. I don't What's that word? Like I, the full on I'm rich now fuckers energy. <laughs> well, there is a term. It goes before the word rich. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Very? Extremely? Mm-hmm. Significantly? Uh, suddenly? No. It starts with an N. It's the cop. It's the opposite of Caucasian wealth. Oh. You it's can- called Nouveau Riche. Nouveau Riche. See, I got you. I fooled you all. This guy. No, it actually is. That is actually the real thing. Yeah, thing-o. new money. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. New money smells better than the old money. And rich. And rich. Are you motherfuckers calling me a Cardi B secondary? What the fuck is this? I mean, quite that you literally just <laughs> did that. You just did that. But here's the part now, right? What about what about her crimes? What about the parts where she did crimes? Well, which ones were those? I, I don't know. She did some crimes before she got big. Were they good crimes or bad crimes? They were bad crimes. Oh. They were bad crimes, you know. We, I mean, so Michelle Rodriguez... I don't know if it's on that level, but there was crimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a text from Paige saying I scared the shit out of her with the, that bit. <laughs> it's great. Scared them all. N- nouveau riche. New, new, new rich. New rich. There it is. Yeah. And rich. It's good. What do you think I was going to say? Anyway, anyway, so um, the 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 long the, the 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 full quest that they put up of um, uh, fantasy versus relink, um, looks like a it looks like a lot of things happening, right? Because you're like you're fighting with your squad of four, and you're you, you're calling in little little buddy striker things, and you're air comboing the shit out of dragons, and um. It looks like what I would want an MMO to be like. I'll yeah, it <laughs> yeah. looks really good. Uh, um, it looks like it's kind of splitting the difference between something like Monster Hunter and like Fantasy Star. But is this not all? Is that not also kind of what like uh, God Eater ends up being, or not God Eater? Um, no, God Eater just ends up being trash. No, no, not God Eater. What's the one uh, with the jail and the grappling hook? Uh, Freedom Wars. Freedom Wars. Is this? Is that? Nah, no, no. Kind of how that flows. This looks way better. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, I played every single one of those once, and most of them are trash. This looks better right out the gate. Mm-hmm. We're about to become big Grand Blue secondaries. Hell yeah! Well, the one thing about Grand Blue that I'll give it right away is that the art's all really good. Yeah, it's it's anime as fuck, but it's solid. I like the color. 
yeah, it's bright. It's it's happy. It's happy Japanese fantasy. So like it lends itself to a lot of different genres and properties. Um, but it's also never gonna be like anything but extraordinarily clean. Yeah, and in some cases boring. Mm. But uh, but I there's but like some of the cast that I've seen uh, uh has been like oh but that's that's fine you know that's okay that's inoffensive I'm 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 down with that. But yeah, um, I was gonna say something else about that. Yeah, that's it. If you are Psy Games and you're like, yo, we want a fighting game. We want to get people to care about Grand Blue. Cool. What do we do? Arxis, what you up to? Make this. Hey, we want an action game. Platinum, what you up to? Make this. Right? And every genre you want to go into, you get the people at the top to make the thing with your name on it. Like that's that's exactly how you should be doing it. I just I feel like there's gonna be a point where somebody's watching Grand Blue. It's called Relink. Relink. Uh, people are um, watching Grand Blue versus, and let's say there's a third one that comes out. I'm just, you know whatever, like a visual novel or like a like a, a Joe Brazzers make this right. And people are going to be like, wow, this looks cool. All these characters. What game are they from originally? And people like hand them a phone. Phone. And it's like these little chibi characters. And it's like buy the cards. Dude. You know? And it's like that. They showed off the DLC packs for the fighting game. And they introduced characters by showing their portrait. And then the sprite from the mobile game moving around. And I'm staring at it going, wait, what the fuck is wrong with that character? Why is the animation so... Oh, my God. I'm looking at the phone. You're looking at the phone. <laughs> like, it took a second. And, like, the proportions are all fucked. What is this? That's not... Huh? It's weird. Yeah. If that's what it means to be a primary, then I want to be a secondary until the day I die. Thank you. Yo, just fucking carve the two onto my chest. Okay, don't, don't need to get... Oh, don't need to get that crazy. Big, big secondaries. So, what's a What's a tertiary? tertiary be like i only watched the anime adaptation of the fighting game on netflix yeah i watched the death note let netflix yeah i'm a big i'm a big fan of death note i I really like that netflix movie and that's it and then you, you like and that's that's it and then and then everyone around you at the anime con goes but you also own like the the script the shooting script uh uh you got that copy of hollywood magazine with the stars on yeah. it doing an interview you're way into that you're way into that the netflix spinoff of a spinoff you're a tertiary that seems like a horrible existence are we gonna are we talking about gatekeeping primaries while simultaneously gatekeeping against tertiaries yeah <laughs> so i see so it's only it's that shit rolls downhill shit rolls downhill okay Okay. Gripes can... go up, mm-hmm. shit rolls down. Got it. Got it. Got it. So fuck those primary elite snobs. Fuck them. That's their gripes. They go up. But, but the tertiary. Oh, get beneath... out of here, you fucking tertiary pieces of shit. Beneath the boot hill. You don't know the real content. Get out. Got it. I mean, neither do I, but I know it's closer. <laughs> we also had a really fun tweet. That popped up during the TGAs. Oh, it sucks. It sucks. During the Game Awards, um, one Harada-san 
asked people very candidly on Twitter, let me be honest. What percentage of you are really waiting for Tekken Cross Street Fighter? My marketing view is that Tekken 7 and Street Fighter 5 are selling very well, so there's no opportunity to drop this crossover game on the market. 59% of people said, of course I'm waiting. 13% said, forget it, whatever. 28% said... I didn't see it. Don't ask me for shit. Oh, well. Catchphrase. It's a good catchphrase. Um, he straight up said it. He's completely right, and too, he's to one, ask that question. He's 1,000% correct. When... It's not about can we make it. It's about when both of these games are out and doing their thing. When the when the when the fucking brand deal was happening at the time, yeah, yeah, everyone was waiting for it like it was hot shit. But then Street Fighter Cross Tekken was a fucking train wreck. That's not only it. Yeah, but it was. It's a, that's the, and then yes, time happened. Yes, the game was not good. So the novelty of this is long past but in addition to that other games were happening yeah right you have to step on your own toes to make this game come out of course a lot of people are going to say do you want a new product and everyone's going to vote i want a product no one's going to say i don't want a thing right if you can make a magic option appear then you're going to want that option to appear regardless of the difficulties of the circumstances to make it appear right but he's totally right. It's an awful time. Tekken 7 is killing it right now. Yeah. It's uh, it's an interesting thing, especially with my Street toes. Street Fighter Five Championship exists. Is there. Yeah, it is, it is there. It is available now, too. You could get it. Or at least but the patch Tekken's is killing it. Tekken 7's crushing it. So. Um, it's, it's something that, after dipping my toe into the MOBA world, like... There is only room for three or four games in any given genre ever. Like, you know, the thing of like, you know, we talk about MMOs and shooters. There's the big one and there's number two. Sort of, sort of. But that I feel like that like that is true. But like fighting games have been like in that place, but uh, rebelling against that place for a while now. Yeah. And because our our plethora of options just kept happening as people started making their own. Totally. And it, but it's this thing of like, man, I bet if the only fighting games that were hot right now were SF5 and Tekken, there would probably be way more people playing SF5 and Tekken because they'd be the only two fighting games on the market. Just like with uh, League and Dota, and then Smite, I think, is the third one. I'm not sure. Hmm. Right? It's like, they're the games in town. Do you want to play it? Play, th- play these games. You know, and so the idea of making another competitor to yourself seems silly. Third Strike and CVS One were one year apart. That's stupid as fuck. But it, it but it was awesome. But it was also an arcade machine. <laughs> it was. It's very important to note that these are two machines with fifty cent insert coin in the modern era. That's just stupid as fuck. Yeah. You're not asking someone to spend $70 on these arcade machines to play them. Yeah. You're asking them for 50 cents over here, 50 cents over there. So you're probably asking them if they're really into it, like $1,000. But, <laughs> but, 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 right, they're walking by a line of machines, and you're like, which one of these do you want? The one that's the loudest, Boone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The exactly. one that gets laws made about it. Exactly. It's, it's, it's ear destroying. But that's that's all it was at the time. And it gets way different now when you're stepping on your toes with a massive fucking, hey, 
spend that seventy dollars though. Yeah. So know? like Tekken Plus a season pass. Tekken is killing it. Really, just keep supporting Tekken. Street Fighter Five. Hey boy, I'm excited for Street Fighter Six. Come on, Street Fighter Six. When it works, it works. But like even BB Tag on announcement was like, what are you? Why? You already have Lays Blue. You you're making Guilty Gear. You're spreading yourselves thin. And you know. I mean, the game's got some fun stuff, but it's got problems. It's 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 got ish. It's got some weird stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's totally right. And even and again, people are gonna vote yes on that, not necessarily like because it's just like, do you want more things? Yes, I'd rather I than just put two or three more Capcom characters into Tekken Seven. That'd be that'd be fine. That'd be fine. Um, at this rate, put uh, uh, Chunners in there. And here's the thing too, like. Hakan too. Tekken Seven is deep into its life cycle, and it's this healthy. Yeah, like people need like it's like stop and appreciate for a second how far and how good it is. And this doesn't happen that often. Yeah, Tekken's a good game. And this it's is lasting. a rare situation of length, longevity, and quality. All all cylinders. Yeah, you know, working out. Um, so you know, it, it's it's. It's not a good time to drop another game on the market, it's much a, less spend the time developing it. It's a really bad time. It's not a good time to take away resources from the game that's crushing it. Yeah, I think they the the next game they should make, I think it would be cool if it was SF across uh, sorry Tekken Cross SF, because uh, I I I don't see a a, a point to Tekken Eight right now because it's different than it was. There's like unless like if Street Fighter Five was killing it, right the way that Four was killing it. Yes. I'd say, yeah, don't make a Street Fighter Six. Just keep working on Five. Just add more shit to Five. I, um, but in this circumstance, you made the deal. I don't know how much you can go back and renegotiate it, but it would be infinitely wiser to just turn that money into a unique season of Tekken Seven. Totally, completely agree. Make a Street Fighter guest season. Yeah. And then just roll with that idea. Yeah. Pick totally. five characters that people really like, and three do, three classics, two weirdos, and do do what you've been doing, which is showing extreme love. Yeah. For your guest characters, grab like a couple, grab two stages. Yeah. That are uh, Suzaku Castle and um the 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 Not statue Moonlit Wilderness Thailand. Yeah, Thailand statue. Yeah. Grab Thailand and grab Suzaku Castle. Yeah. And then uh, just fucking make that. Yeah, totally agree. Build on the existing amazing product and find another way to value add the shit out of it. Yeah, it's uh, it. The, so Gran and League are doing the smart thing is that they're expanding the brand into completely different genres that don't compete with the primary thing. Like, the mobile grand players are not going to drop it for the fighting game. That's ridiculous, right? MOBA players aren't going to drop League or Smite or Dota for a card game or a, uh, a fucking RPG. These are just... It, these are extensions. But when we're talking about fighting games, yes. I mean, he's asking, do you want just another fighting game that'll take attention away from... 
are already really successful fighting games, like, yeah, you don't need it. People already loving Tekken 7 would absolutely have a blast with a new season of this guest crossover shit. Sure. Uh, People that don't have Tekken 7 would see that and be like, whoa, wait, and be, and probably jump on board. Tekken 7. I'll tell you one thing. A lot of hype around Tekken 7. Yo, Leroy Smith. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, he's He's so good. He's actually that motherfucker. Yo, I. Excuse me. Uh, he is got an expiration date on him. He's so good. Oh, it's like that, huh? It is vanilla Sagat. He is way good right now. He's got everything. Yeah, he's better Wang, and it's not gonna last. So. I like the tech what Tekken's doing where they're taking characters that had cool fighting styles, but they're like people didn't really gel with the character. People didn't really gel with Wang and Bruce Irving. Mm. So let's make the the coolest old black man we've ever made and a grappler backy character. Yeah. For I can't even pronounce his fucking name. Fakam yes. The the dude. It's sorry, Thailand folks. It's a reverse Setsuka. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah man, uh, enjoy enjoy Leroy while you can cuz it ain't going to last. He has way too many good buttons and uh he's a blast to use. He's so much fun. Tekken 7's banging. Tekken 7's a good game. The only thing that it is not banging on is that rollback netcode. I got fucking super hard trolled uh uh last night. I saw, hey, everyone, uh, Guilty Gear is going to be moving to GGPO. We really believe that Guilty Gear played offline is the best way to fucking go. For- I'm like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's an old joke. Yeah, well, I got I guess I the screenshot made its rounds again. I got I to gotta, I gotta play it again. G- yeah, G- Guilty Gear played offline. Anyway, um, thanks, Arata. I will not ask you for shit, but I will say this. Street Fighter season would be a way better idea right now. Especially seeing as everyone is really, really, really enjoying T7. And then you can make your bundle for next gen. And you can also have a good time playing Street Fighter characters. That would be nice. All right, look. (laughs) Look. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I hate everything that's happening. Because I don't. Yeah. All right, let's be real. Girl Seth is on the money. It's cool. Girl Seth is on the money. Girl Seth being a a jury fangirl is hilarious. Well, it's because in theory right now, the idea, I believe, is jury killed Seth. Therefore. Therefore, Seth takes on the form of jury. Even even her uh, down to some of her idol poses. Also, I believe all the male dolls were destroyed. Yeah. So this is doll zero. Yeah. So this is like the like basically. But also Seth doesn't give a shit. Um certainly not. And still sounds like Seth. Yeah. But in this new body. Love it. Yeah. Love that idea. It's That's cool great. and it's super weird. That's fun. Yeah. Remember Dural? So I hate Seth. Excuse me, Dural. Because, first of all, this character got leaked like 
long time ago. Act surprised. Uh, uh, and Girl, Seth, act uh, surprised. the part that makes me want to die was the the way that it got to me was people going, "Hey, Durrell's gonna be in the new is gonna be the new Street Fighter. It's gonna be a crossover character because Seth is like metal, and it's gonna be Girl Seth. It'll be like Durrell." And I'm like, "Fuck you, F- fuck." I love Virtual Fighter. It's so dead. It's so dead. Fuck. But Girl Seth is cool. Here's what else is cool. Taking the concept of Seth and making it more interesting. Mm. By adding a Kirby function yeah. to Seth. So now you have, of course, all the moves that are borrowed from the Everybody. rest of the cast as the general move list. Yeah. Looking a lot more original, by the way. Right? A lot more original like standard Seth's moveset. take on these moves. But then a V skill that sucks an ability out of the character that uh, she's fighting and gives it to Seth. So now you can see Seth do a Sonic Boom yeah. versus Guile, an Abigail Punch versus Abigail, or a Scissor Kick versus Bison. Yeah, that's cool. Right? Love it. Love that, uh, that Kirby ability. Love that anti-Mugen tech, <laughs> which is... Uh, uh, just finding a like like you specifically have moves based on your matchup. Uh Android 21 was like that in Dragon yep. Ball as well. So uh that's fun, right? Um also Seth's worst aspect was his design. Yeah, it was really boring. So way to fix that. Yeah, by making it not boring and f- just mixing it up. Yeah. All over the place. Uh the summer costume also looks pretty fun because I don't know if you've seen it, but with the hair, with the, the hair, yeah. and the big yellow glasses, and the the looks like a windjammer. Yeah, looks like a windjammer on that costume. Yeah. So um, that's a fun announcement they threw out there. Uh, there's also the battle costume where you see like the bison ripped outfit and the the cloak for the story and stuff. We'll see where this goes. Um, that all came out after the Capcom Cup yesterday, alongside uh, the patch for the new version of the game season five everyone gets a new v skill cool uh wacky ones including uh guile can jump forward and do a diagonal downward sonic boom that's crazy he yeah (laughs) super nuts jump forward sonic boom shooting diagonally down he's akuma now he's got an akuma yeah that's crazy low jump that's fucking Okay. Yeah. Um, seems way better. Seems Im- seems immensely <laughs> strong. Seems way better. Than but it would have. But it like. But the abilities they get have to be good enough to make them an incentive to, to not pick what they originally had. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think I read the description. Nikali gets barf. Barf. He barfs on the ground. Uh huh. Believe it or not, and it crawls towards you. And. If you do his V <coughs> trigger activated version, it crawls further. Mm. How apropos. Yes. What's up with uh, incredibly cool Mesoamerican uh, boss characters this generation being turned into bitch jobbers? I don't know, but I will always give that design my fullest attention. Because Kotal and Akali look incredible. I will always pick the Pillar Man. Yeah. When I see the Pillar Man, I'm maining the Pillar Man. Yeah. Until something else comes along, like a boxer. Which it will. Very fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blanca got Shadow of Earth. It's not Shadow of Earth anymore, but it is a very light 
casual a easy, casual shout casual shout of earth yeah and uh, a couple other stuff yeah. uh yeah, your boy abigail got his tire <laughs> yeah really a tire bounces on screen and like it just rolls and if you hit it it bounces upwards some goofy shit yeah you know um yeah in some cases they took an excuse to like expand an idea that was already there like sagat gets the you know the angry scar tiger uppercut yeah that makes his tiger uppercut stronger. Now he gets it for the tiger knee. Sure. Um, Ryu gets a dodge and a counterattack. <laughs> it's not a dodge. It's just another parry. Oh, yay. This one might not suck this time. Oh, wait. It probably does. Poor Reggie. He was so mad. He was so angry. Anyway, um, everyone gets a new skill that you can go check out. And uh, I want to say... That Guile one looks to be the wildest. It sounds the craziest. It looks the wildest of, of the ones I've seen. It sounds like the kind of thing you'd, you'd hack into the game. Yeah. Um, but alongside that, uh, we still haven't... Oh, wait. What was the other one I saw? Hold on. Event Hubs has a list of all of them. They're all out there. Whatever. Um, you can go check. Oh, yeah. That's it. Ken gets his flip kick. Okay, cool. From CVS and some some fun stuff. Zeku comes calls in a ferret. Well, does any of this matter? I mean, nobody seems happy with SF5. I'm going to go see what Gil's about. I'm going to go I'm going to I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to see what's like going on. I feel like SF5 was something that I wanted to love very badly, but it never loved me back. But but I'm enough of a fran a uh, fran. I'm enough you of sure a are, buddy. I'm enough of a, a franchise fanboy that I'm going to Go explore this new content. I'm going to go see Gil because I think Gil looks cool. I like that Gil is back from Third Strike, but he's got an original bit going mm-hmm. on. You know, he has a retribution system instead of Crush Counter. Like, I, I there's enough of Street Fighter lore and character love in me yeah. to still care about Sure, but I mean, out. even comparing the way you're talking about Street Fighter right now to comparing to like the smile and the light in your eyes mm-hmm. when you were just talking about Tekken, because the competitive aspect of it is is firing on all, all all cylinders. The gameplay is fun to jump on and just press buttons and then do things. And uh, yeah, that that's kind of just not not here at the moment with hey, the five. I was hearing changes about the Capcom tour. They're going to have bands and teams. Uh, there is a, no, Street Fighter League, I believe. Street Fighter League. Street Fighter League is doing that. Capcom Tour is, Capcom Pro Tour is still the, the one going on thing. Street Fighter League is the teams where you can ban character picks. Cool. And, uh, you can do all that, like, It's the, it's the league that Snake Eyes will now stop playing in. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, all that's happening. And, and like I said... At the at the end of the day, I am enough of a fan of Street Fighter. It's Street Fighter, right? That's the thing. Is I'm 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 an, I, I care about that in all its forms mm. enough to go see what's going on, you know. Um, and I remember having this discussion actually uh, with Reggie, where I'm like, even games, even fighting games that I'm like not super into, but like kind of into yeah like i'll i'll get them because as a fan of the genre i'm just i'm just gonna pick it up i'll pick it up and see how it's going yeah. you know um i just it's it, it that doesn't apply to everybody that's not I'm, something i expect i'm in others. this i'm in this weird waiting period where i'm just like every time they announce something for five yeah like 
the six that I think will be more fun to me yeah. gets pushed back by a month. Mm. And I go, hmm. Um, you like G, right? I do. Not enough to play SF5. Okay. Which is like, yeah. Because G turned out to be one of the funnest new things oh, he's great. they've ever done. Yeah. He's, he's wonderful. Presidentiality. Uh, so that's every what's... single thing he says is nonsense. Yeah. So that's what's happening over there. Uh, and then yeah, we had um, we had some video game award uh, announcements. Uh, the one I want to jump to right away is upon the one that I identified on first frame. Yeah. The moment the frame popped up. I'm like, that's fucking Wolf Among Us 2 right there. Yeah, Paige is the same thing. That building yeah, and that background that you're showing me is the Wolf Among Us. You're going to pan out and, and, and lo and behold, it was. Um, and, and then the first question is how? And I was like, I remember there being some word somewhere about like Telltale existing or someone, no, another studio coming in. They They worked on... The the um the, someone came in and made the rest of yeah uh the Walking Dead right the final the final season and yeah so um it turns out that Wolf Among Us two reannounced at the Game Awards is happening because LCG Entertainment bought Telltale and they're gonna sell some of the company uh, uh some of their back catalog and work on new games based on some of the Telltale associated properties. Everything is weird about Telltale. A Maybe. lot of it, a lot of the corporate dealings around Telltale's bankruptcy feel like some kind of scam to fuck over the employees. Well, um, everyone going on into onto uh, God, what was the company that made? I forget the name of the company that finished off. Uh, I don't remember. Walking either. Dead, but you know, people moved on to their to a separate place where they're not under that like bullshit anymore. Is is great news, right? That is a Night, as opposed to not landing anywhere on their feet, I think I'm happy the, to hear the that way that employed. this plays out makes me very anxious because it looks like, hey, we all went bankrupt because the company was being run poorly. Okay, all of you guys can go over here and form a new company so that we can hire you to make the games that we were already going to make as private contractors instead of employees. But that's just a lot of assumptions on my part. But they, I don't know. Something about it feels weird. But I, I, maybe we don't know the full details, obviously. But I'm happy that they were able to make their own company apart mm. from the bullshit that they had to deal with, which was not great, as we remember when, it, yes. when Telltale came to a close. Um, and so now it sounds like, uh, yeah, they're going to have the ability to redo licenses to some of the existing games that they worked on under this new LCG Entertainment era of telltale so uh we will see how this shapes up ish let's say there is still a space for those types of narrative games Mm -hmm. um don't nod is not going to good ones anyway don't nod is not going to uh bogard that to themselves no and everyone still remembers fondly season one of the walking dead that was a really good game we also didn't know as much about the formula back then. We didn't. So part of it is naivete. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And then last story, but big story, of course, is the Game Awards itself and the things that happened therein. 
Very dull. Well. Very dull. I'll tell you what. It's like you tune in to, ooh, react to the nominations and whatever. Hey, congrats to Ludwig. Congrats as well. Yes, Ludwig. I, I extended my congratulations personally. Yes. Called him a nerd. Uh, or no, a dweeb. But, um, yeah, congrats, Ludwig. You did a good job with the score. And Sayonara Wild Hearts was recognized multiple times, and that makes me happy. But the big takeaway for me, the like the feel-good, was seeing Itsuno-san like, jump up with joy when DMC won action game. Mm-hmm. And the Disco Elysium devs yes. being visibly uncomfortable and very awkward at winning two awards for their incredible game. Super well-deserved. Super well-deserved. Um, that was that was a, a right call. Yeah. Disco Elysium. Um, and yeah, again, like I was totally sure that Sayonara would be under the radar, but it wasn't, so that is nice too. But regardless of that, um, the announcements is what people are waiting for. And um, um, the big one, uh, of course, being... Okay, we went through a couple. I think we eventually landed on the X-Sex. Uh, the Sex Box. Sex Box works too, but uh, we were already doing Sex Box. Were we? I mean, sort of, but not really. X-box. It's the Series Xbox, yeah. Wooly. It's the Sex Box. Sex Box happened when they first had the uh, the X-Bones, and then Xbox sa- X-Bone Sad. X- yeah, we went X-Bone Xbox, sad. X-Bone to X-Bone Sad, to the Sex Box. Well, before, uh, no, before SAD, there was just S. Yeah, the Xbox, right? And now we now we're on to the the XX, you know. So Xbox Series X, fucking confirmed. It's, by the way, th- with with this, I am locking in that they will never get it right. It will always be terrible. It will always be the worst. And they just don't know S- uh, somebody, how bad it is. Somebody on our subreddit actually broke down what a what a conversation of your dad trying to go buy one of these things at a store will actually sound like. Hey, do you want an Xbox? Yeah, I would like the new Xbox. Do you want the Xbox One, the Xbox S, the Xbox Series X? What's the difference? The Xbox Series X is the new one. Okay. Is that does that mean it's good? Yes. Well, what? Well, I don't have enough. I don't have as much money. Do you want the Xbox One S? That means small. Well, it is smaller, but it's not like every part of it. They're trying to beat Nintendo for what I believe to be the worst name ever. Not the Wii. Not the Wii U. I I genuinely believe the worst name for a gaming thing ever is the new nintendo 3ds mm-hmm. i can't think of anything that mm-hmm. could possibly be worse i'm sure there are parts of the world in which calling something the new nintendo 3ds is probably illegal due to some kind of advertising law right because it's not new because they're afraid of non-customer friendly terminology right but the xbox the xbox 360 the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, here's what, the Xbox here's, One here's, Sad, and now the Xbox Series X. Here's what gets my goat. Here's what grinds my gears. On a piece of paper, the words Xbox Series anything else, any letter or uh, number other than S and X would have been Fine. Xbox Series 1? 
Xbox Series A, literally any other digit available. Digit or letter, fine. The nose too. But no, the fear of a low number sounding worse than a PS5 persists. Or a letter that's not as brand synergizing as X. Because at that point, it just becomes, oh yeah, this is a series whatever, right? It should be called the X... It should legitimately be called the Xbox Series T for Tower. Hmm. Because when that thing showed up on the fucking screen, me and Paige almost ident- like almost simultaneously went, that's a it's fucking a tower. tower. Yeah, yeah. That's it's a, just it's a, a tower. It's a PC. Yeah. Then you would have had then you would have had X set. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or just pick an animal or an object. In- or call it Scarlet. Or call it Scarlet. Or yeah. call it the Nintendo Revolution. Xbox Scarlet. Nothing wrong with that. Fine. You need the name Xbox it's, there. It's so bad. It's important that the word Xbox I wanna, exists. I want to fucking give a little clap for the X, the Xbox. Some people, I, we've told the story before, but some people may not know. The direct the, Xbox. That the Xbox has a long history of terrible names, starting with the original name, with its code name being the direct Xbox for the, the runtime language. And no one in development was able to come up with a better name so they just went, fuck it, it's the Xbox, which is terrible. Which is terrible. Do you remember the reject list? I don't remember the reject list. Total action console. Oh my god. Nonstop action gaming. The te- the tech, the tech, the, the, the total, the, the extreme gaming, pla- like, just complete and utter out of touch nonsense complete like just a a giant list of three word acronyms that were fucking trash terrible the cringiest you've ever so uh it's gonna be a pc tower um it may fucking run windows who knows um they are bragging that this thing will probably have 100 backwards compatibility which lends credence to the idea that the PS5 will have 100% backwards compatibility. And boy, I hope that's a thing going forward. It would be really nice, particularly for people in our line of work, to just have the fucking consoles run everything that ever came out on them. I mean, the promise of having the the Omni console for these games is... That's the dream. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation backed out. Because they were giving people a burner, which is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I remember that was the weirdest announcement ever. Yeah, this console has a burner in it. Back up your games on it. Like, is, 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 that, no. a, is that a dev kit? Nah. No. Nah. Anyway, Xbox Series X. It's a tower. Um, that announcement of the PlayStation 5 leak, if you saw it and didn't notice it was a fridge. You're an idiot. You deserve it. You deserve everything that you get made fun of. You sure do. Um, it's a fucking fridge, dumbass. I'd like to give Suda51 a round of applause for doing something I didn't think was possible. And that is make me fucking hate No More Heroes for a little bit. How so? That fucking trailer because, be- was so fucking 
awesome because right up until it turned into a no goddamn more heroes. superhero goddamn superhero is, re- is way is the coolest more, yeah, game yeah. that has On, ever existed that never existed like but that was such a strong premise and then it turned into like the not instant that. Travis fucking wheeled in. I went, oh, cool. Tra-. I was so out of it that I thought a No More Heroes trailer was just starting up About right away. Start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, here's the other problem now. Whatever that is, it can't possibly <laughs> be the entire game. It can only be an aspect of No More Heroes 3. And you're like, but I want that more than No More Heroes 3. <laughs> I want it so much more. I really, really want it. I would also like to give uh, Suda a round of applause for um, making a fucking decisive hate piece on someone in the games industry. Have you caught on to this? Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Ricciatello? The fucking villain of No More Heroes 3 is Ricciatello. Yep. And looks like John Ricciatello. And heads up an evil business that is going to have space aliens ruin the world, like John Riccatello, of e, a former uh, CEO of EA. He's wearing the same colored sweater. Yeah, dude. Uh, Suda's super mad about Shadows of the Damned, and he should be. Yeah. Um, but it's like I I think this is the first time anyone's ever he, been like, "Here's my old boss. He's the villain. Fuck him." If you missed the um if you missed the the trailer we're talking about <laughs> a game started up and it just appeared to be some wild ass thing that it looked like an old 80s cartoon like a Ghibli that movie. never came out nah nah it looked like old dungeons and dragons okay right it's the same type of like quality as those um cutscenes in blood dragon okay. uh, uh trials of the blood dragon and um yeah it just turned into this full-on, like, Pokemon start, but then your Pokemon leaves and comes back as a grown-up uh, fucking badass Charizard. Like a fucking that space is... villain from, like, One Punch Man. And he's like, hey, Ash, I'm fucking back. Let's go. Let's take over the world. And then the words goddamn superhero Yeah, he appear. goes, what are you? I'm a goddamn superhero. And this amazing Hyper Light Drifter style fucking logo treatment comes up. And you're like, whoa, this looks yeah. cool. And then Travis and, breaks And you through. don't even, and like the lead into getting there is like this kid finding a little alien and sneaking past a bunch of guards. And it's like, it's this whole thing, you know? And you're clearly seeing the makings of a, a Poké Digi, <sighs> what is it called? Ten, ten, tep, tep, tep. Whatever the fuck. The new thing. You know, it's a kid and his and his little animal buddy, and then yeah, it takes a full on like five minutes of this thing happening, and then it full and then fucking suddenly drops. Well, actually, the full trailer is longer than, um, yeah, than the the, the and one then we got Travis the says, "Hey, I'm Travis. I'm gonna fight aliens," and I'm like, "Oh, oh, it's a full on five and a half minute fucking trailer. It's so long." This is a crazy fake out. It's so long, and it's like I watched the long trailer, and it got even madder at the yeah, end. Yeah, because because Ash grows up, and he's sitting in the chair, and he's like, "Oh, I have," a... and he's waiting for the return of and the it's alien. Like, and then it... Travis touchdown and no more heroes is fucking cool, and I'm excited to have another one of those coming out. But it's not as cool as what I thought. Goddamn superhero was going to be for that ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. Also, 
your 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 Pikachu grew up and came back hot, really hot, <laughs> really really hot. <laughs> it came back fucking hot, man. The color, like with a sense of fashion and a big old cape, and it's all like just he's like it's slimy and squeezing all over the place. Oh man! And it just it's just feeling itself, and you're just like, bro, do I want to fuck my Pokemon right now? What's happening? What's going on? It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. But yeah, um, goddamn superhero, please be a sizable portion of No More Heroes. Please. Please don't just be one stage. That'd be really disappointing. I like new ideas, and clearly Suda's got some fresh new ideas. But people... And I... Yeah. But, you know, No More Heroes 3 is a thing people want to. Yeah, so it's, it's, I don't know. <sighs> that title drop just being ripped away from But me. the last No More Heroes announcement was super exciting when we saw it. Because it was a giant, cool, crazy mecha thing. Yeah. So it looks like No More Heroes 3 is going to be a million cool ideas. I know. Smashing together. But maybe none of them are going to get their full due. I know. I hate it. I love it. It's the death drive again. It's just the death drive again. That's all. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, sad now. Yeah. You there's going to be sad. There's going to be a bunch of uh uh Oh, well, anyway. You know who else was sad? Jeff Keeley until his his green day got up on the stage. Did you watch that thing and feel like Jeff Keeley was just skimming through shit he didn't care about to get to the good part, which never happened? Jeff Keeley seemed like tired of his own event that he hosted and set up and built. Are all of the bosses in the game going to be the goddamn superheroes that I we believe saw? they are. But Destroy Man's there too. Okay. Uh Okay. Yeah. Man, you know who the real winners of fucking TGA were? They were the Muppets, the Goose. Yeah. Again, Akumi Nakamura. Hold on. Wait, so does that mean that the grown-up Ash is the villain? Yeah, he's the villain. Yeah, so the game I want is the game where you're playing as him. Yeah. And your and your your Pokemon grows up to be that cool sexy alien. Wait, Wooly, hold on. Riccatello and his demon F.U. are going to be fighting you. Y- you as Travis, touchdown. Yeah. Yes. But like... Like, John Riccatello says, fuck you. Like, it's like, it's really on the nose, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Riccatello loves fuck you. <laughs> <coughs> Anyway. Also, Reggie was cool. His speech was Reggie good. was cool. He, he had shades. Reggie's level of class was way higher than the whole event. Did you see the side-by-side with the um, with the uh, 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 the walk? Yeah. <laughs> Versus the, the Chad Ninja. I'm sorry, the, uh, the Virgin don't, Ninja. Don't get it twisted. No. No. Like, you see it? You the see posture it? was actually... Actually, resemblant. Uh, yeah, the you see Ninja try and save it, where he was no. like opening up the. He was opening up the 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 envelope, and he's like, "Oh, it's harder than I thought." 
I didn't. Oh, I didn't and he's like, ah, you know, because he's like, he's like, you know, poking a little fun at the incredible amount of stupid fucking shit he said lately. Hey, you know how you announce a new console? Yeah. With a game like Hellblade 2. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, the, uh, uh, fucking, what are they called? What are they called? What are they called? Ninja, ninjas. Ninja Theory? Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory! <laughs> Sacrifice 2. WCW, Senua's Sacrifice. Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2 from Ninja Theory. Is Ninja Theory finding their stride? By becoming first party. And good for them. Um, yeah. I'm I'm down with that crazy ass trailer where she was doing that. Oh me, oh yeah, oh yeah, shit. That was, that was yeah. Cool. I hope that game's good. Yep. Well, the first one was. Yep. Was. <laughs> FF7 trailer. S- excuse me. Sync to the music. Sync that to the music. music is incredible. Like I think it was the Klim Hazard where he was going like slash slash slash. That was like da 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 da. And each slash was on each beat. Yo, that game's gonna be. Great. I like a good trailer sync to the music. That game's gonna be great. I mean, and clearly, it's like I we can see what parts are getting beef injections. Yeah, which is uh, everything before the pillar. Everything, Turks, is getting beef injected. Yeah, there. I mean, we've we said it before, and I I actually went back and recently rewatched all the trailers they did. Two things that stood out to me. One, you can really fucking see when they jumped over from CyberConnect to uh, Square internal. Like, it's really, really obvious when mm. that switched over. And two, is like every scene that was even mentioned in passing is getting a, a, a proper scene. Uh, my favorite part of that trailer is something that, like, Barrett's, Barrett seemed like a little... W- zany mm-hmm. in in the early things which is good because mm-hmm. he's a fucking weirdo mm-hmm. the defining moment of Barrett's early character is him yelling at cloud in that elevator going what do you mean you can't hear the planet crying out in pain i know you do it's like what the fuck are you talking about you are a crazy man the worst version of <laughs> like you know woo woo people yeah. with their rocks and their spiritual shit and yeah. their magnets are usually like soft spoken and dancing and flowery, yeah. and this loud, angry Mister T yeah. is going full woo woo. <laughs> Can't you feel the planet? It's like no, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. What it's are great. you talking about? Fantastic. And Cloud just dead, dead panning it. Just dead like I, do, I don't care. Um, Perfect. Also, uh, we talked about it a few times, but we're just going to reiterate it with each trailer. Brand new voice actors. Crushing it. Yeah, they're doing a great job. And I understand the same appeal of wanting to go with new faces for Star Wars, where you're like, new talent, you're not going to get distracted by the name that you know, the voice you've heard before, you know? I think that was the, that was the part where it's like, we're like, no one that we've heard so far is anyone huge, correct? I don't think so. I think Sephiroth might be returning. He might be the NSYNC man. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, maybe maybe I'm thinking of Max talking about it, but I think Max was saying he's like, yeah, like the the not go, going with mainly new talent is totally mm-hmm. a right on point. That's great. That's fucking great. Um, so that was awesome. 
Uh, we saw Godfall. Don't know what that is, and there was no gameplay. So what can we so say? Gearbox is doing something. It's, it's a, so that's the thing. I I was like, oh, this looks cool, and then I was like, Gearbox, and then I rolled my eyes. It's being published by Gearbox. It's being developed by a completely separate company. So, like, we saw a cutscene. You know what was great? They had they had Gearbox employees up on the stage talking to people. No, Randy's allowed. Yeah, Randy was not allowed to talk. Yeah, yeah. Don't know what that's going to be till we see some gameplay. Um, it's a lasher, loot slasher, loot slasher, loosher. No, it's a lasher. People have already latched onto it. And I, I saw some people talking about loosers though. Those people are dumb. Slash, sl- sl- oh god, fuck no, it. No, you are not. Fuck it. I'm done. Fucking thing sucks. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of League of Legends stories. Yeah, announced. they're making a lot of games that they absolutely refuse to show you. Does that mean a Telltale style story? One is a turn-based RPG, and the other is a Telltale style oh, wow. story. Okay, so yeah, uh, Ruins King and Convergence. Uh, we saw um, Gears Tactics, which is XCOM for Gears of War. Um, Humankind, the Patrice Desolée bit. No, what am I talking about? What are you talking about? No, Humankind was not... No, no, I'm thinking of, um... God, I fucked it up with, uh, 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 the, the thing Panache just put, put out there. Uh, Ancestors, never mind. What am I saying? Ancestors just came out. Yeah, apparently that game sucks. Does it? Yeah. Oh, no. I think I think the devs were like bitching about like nobody played the full game and it's like no the game just no I, I okay I did see that there was a bunch of bad reviews and then they came out and went yeah these reviewers didn't really play it type of thing oh um, which I'm you know that that's that wouldn't be the first time the the thing you're thinking of is the Sega game that is obviously Civilization humankind but you play as a dumbass that you character create. Instead of a famous historical figure. Sure. Uh, Maneater, the shark game that looks a lot like those wacky-ass Jaws games. It looks... uh, Plague summed it up. It looks amazing and terrible all in one. Well, it looks like what you wanted those Jaws games to be. Because it looks like a Jaws game made by... The team that made Saints Row. Yeah, you can become an electric bio shark. Yes, it is is Saints Row uh, Jaws. Yeah. Wonderful. Beautiful. Perfect. Exciting. Uh, Warframe Empyrean came out at the time, and uh, unlike the last update, which people were kind of lukewarm on, everybody seems to love Empyrean. It's the space one. It's space. The... I see a lot of space happening in this yeah. trailer. It's the it's the railjack thing they showed off two years ago. It's out, but it's called Empyrean now. Okay, um, and it's very early. It's work in progress. Mm. So you're piloting that like that ship that's your yeah. like your HQ. And with with people and they're manning guns and, and stuff like stuff. that. Okay. Also, uh, shout outs to that. Uh, the, what's her name? Uh, Jojo mom. Reb Ford. Yeah, cool. Showed up. You look great, Reb. Your right dress on. was styling. Uh, Control got its uh, its DLC announcement for Expeditions. Looks which cool. Looks cool. It was also really funny because like for like Reggie, for example, who like d- didn't see what later look gameplay looks like. And she's just Jediing. Oh, she's flying around the place. You're like, yeah, this this just turns into crazy ass. Yeah, you, the the final power you unlock in that game is flight. Crazy ass Star Wars. 
it just goes it just goes wild yeah um so we had that uh there's prologue um wolf among us 2 we talked about fast and furious crossroads we talked about uh elder scrolls online yeah naraka mm. blade point this looks like <laughs> something i don't know what looks like a shitty chinese metal uh uh, uh, fucking for honor might not be shitty, might be fun character action y things. Maybe I saw that wall run. You can't wall run in for honor, no, but wall running does not a good game make Devil May Cry 2, not in and of itself, certainly not. But it makes me excited. Guns the duel, oh my god, you people with their fucking guns the duel you, fetish. Did you play it? Yeah, it was good. fine, it was fun. It's like 20 years ago, it was so fun. Get the fuck over it. We're, we are. We have no choice but to be over it. <laughs> um, yeah, this might be fun, man. Um, you also do a cool zipline grapple onto a dude that goes into a command grab, and it's like, yay. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, right? There's nothing uncool that was shown in this trailer. I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't, didn't hit yeah, for me. I thought it looked good. I, I thought I liked what I saw. Big old swinging, spin blady, hammery, fiery attack, and Chinese mystical arts and... Tell you what, um, in this world of that alongside Ghost of Tsushima, I'm forgetting more and more about Sekiro by the day. A little bit. Ghost of Tsushima, not as powerful as the first trailer they showed. Wooly, what do you even have to forget about Sekiro? You played that game seven times in a nine-month span. Okay. And? What's... What are you talking about? I'm like... Of course you forgot about Sekiro. Like, that game's great, but, like... Okay, I'm excited for these games that I'm talking about here. I don't understand. You made the comparison. Yes. And I'm like, your comparison is baffling because you played Sekiro in a bizarre manner that destined it to being forgotten. But the issues I was having with Sekiro were based on a lot of how the... Oh, what were the issues? Because that never got to me. Okay, well, some of them were based on how the story was kind of coming together in a a bit of a, like, I kind of was, like, waiting to care sort of way. But I am at a point in it now where it is true that it's, like, I'm at the last bits to at least get the bad ending. So... The bad ending know. sucks. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll find out shortly. But I mean, for the most part, I don't know what to tell you in terms of just like, I had expectations for that game that might have been unfair of it coming from FromSoft. Yeah. In terms of character yeah. customization and the abilities you'd have. And that's ultimately something that I was hoping would, you know, be freed up by like your different weapon abilities and the different things you'd unlock. And then the way you unlock stuff on that thing was the most convoluted way. And these things started to just kind of bug me over time. Mm -hmm. So in the end, regardless of the frequency, mm -hmm. the, the, what I did play kind of left me with this, like, man, I wish it was this other way. And I don't think playing it faster or shorter or tighter would have made much of a difference there in the end. I just kind of am like, I still think the combat is super cool. I love the posture system. I'd love to see versions of that implemented in other ways. Mm -hmm. And some of the funnest fights uh, with like, you know, the old Madame Butterfly and the other enemies that are using their posture in a really tight way mm -hmm. are, are great. 
But there's so much happening around that that I was like, I wish it was a different way than the way it is. All right. And I don't think what you brought up has anything to do with those feelings. I don't know. Maybe. So that seems kind of unfair. I will say, though, that if you're looking at Ghost of Tsushima, like, in comparison, like, that game's probably going to be a lot more, like, infamous than anything. Because it's the infamous people. Perhaps. Right? It, but looking back at the first trailer where we saw 11 minutes of gameplay, which I watched right after this, we saw, like, those, we saw those combat sections, and then we saw the stealth sections, and then we, and I just saw how, like, in addition to having, like, those elements there, there was just all this fucking art injected into it that I was like, God damn, this thing is beautiful. And I was hoping we'd see another segment like that for this trailer, but we didn't get it. Um, but I still think that based on how beautiful everything in that first trailer came together, I'm really excited to see this quote unquote cinematography of riding through the fields and then the the wind blowing and then having that duel and the, a lot of that looks gorgeous. I'm really excited for that. I just have the one thing with it now looking up close is the faces don't look great. The faces have a kind of like eesh quality to them that looks a little dated like early ps4 a little, little bit early on it a little bit early i on. i don't know i was i i'm looking at that game and I'll, i'm sure it'll be good but i don't understand why people are impressed especially when they're comparing it to sekiro i think sekiro is way more appealing visually like top to bottom hmm i mean i get but like do you understand my my explanation though does that make sense yeah i i understand it and i completely disagree with you okay i think Playing any game in that format would is going to take the wind right the fuck out of its sails, regardless of its qualities. I still identify parts that I enjoyed of it and parts that I wanted to be different that are what they are. Mm-hmm. You know? No, what I'm saying is that the I believe that that uh, scheduling is going to exemplify the bad and minimize the good because... Like, it's it's like a dwelling thing. I mean, the parts where that affects it the most, I will say, because it's definitely not optimal. The most optimal thing is for me to buy the game, just sit down and play it. Obviously. Right? Um, And that was definitely a case of me looking at it and going, well, how and when am I going to get around to this? Right? Because I had to be honest and say, like, if I don't do this on a stream for my Saturday streams, mm-hmm. will I just put this off for an extremely long time? For like time? two years, three And years. the answer was yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that time frame, I probably would have ended up hearing about how uh, it was not a full custom thing and how it was much more of a set I'd say character it's like game. closer to like an old ass Ninja Gaiden game. Or a Tenchu, right? That type of bit. And it would have been, it would have become much more clear that it's like, oh no, this is not the next Samurai Souls, you know what I mean? It would have, and then I, and I would have been like, oh, okay, I was kind of hoping for that, and things would have went a little differently. But, um, but yeah, just to explain why that went the way it did, you know. And I think that what what would have been affected by that would have definitely been uh, the sharpness to stay good mm-hmm. and the ability to hit those bosses on subsequent turns more efficiently. And learn their patterns and do better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as well as, uh, you know, perhaps the ability to connect plot threads, though they're so they're pretty fucking all sparse. over the place. The, the plot is you're not so you're I, not coming to that I, game. I mean, so so if you're gonna say that if you played it if you played it more frequently, you would have picked up on things more frequently. 
I'll give you that possibly. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying picked up on. I'm just saying like the game has like a sense of flow moving yeah. d- between areas and uh, acclimating to it. Yeah, that I cannot possibly imagine being like present in its like intended form with month long gaps. Yeah. So I and and I and I I definitely feel that like um uh the internalization of the map is is something that for example gets hurt by that spread. Right, probably the map's the worst. I yeah. would say, but uh, I did not actually end up. I had in my weird experience because Min was sitting there. Uh, he did go like, "Oh yeah, no, what you're looking for was in this shortcut." And I was like, "Oh yeah, right." So a lot of that was minimized in that aspect. Yeah, but there's a difference, and it's between, not the same. There's and a, it's not yeah, the same. It's, I'm not going to say it's the same, but I am saying that's the way it played out. Right in mm-hmm. terms of map memorization aspects. Um, but those things I'm describing right there are not the things that ultimately kind of led to the first points i talked about was it the inability is it it, does it really break down to like i really couldn't pick what to do or or like how to build my guy no no because i ended up having abilities that i liked more than others okay um it honestly is very nondescript i feel really weird defending a game that i didn't like as much as it sounds like i do yeah but like and it also it looks like you edit from the start of that it looks like you came out shooting bullets and i'm like whoa 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 no it's just like like i like i walked away from the game awards going i can't fucking believe sekiro won over literally any of the other mm-hmm. nominees but like that game is great it's mm-hmm. just like my gripe with it is all replay yeah so um for me it's more it's less descri- it's less specific than that in the sense that like i like i there's the things i mentioned there but what kind of happened was Apathy just kind of slipped up on me, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember being like, the I was. I remember the highs of the the best boss fight moments, and I remember the lows of like going through the those upgrade chains and and uh, a mm-hmm. couple other elements. And um, and at some point, I kind of was just like, you know, that drive, that push to want to just pop it back in, it just kind of slipped up on me. I just didn't so, have it anymore. And I and I definitely wish that didn't happen. But it did. It, so it's, it's almost like a feeling be- put the, the car- cart before the horse. So it's more like if you hadn't been streaming it, you just would have stopped playing it. Yes. Okay. Now it makes sense. Yes. I would have dropped off playing like it. Like way earlier. You know? Um, that's... I would... Uh, so if you do continue playing it on or off camera, I would recommend don't... Uh, if you get the bad ending, use save shenanigans to undo I it. I did. I did. Okay. Um, cause all the coolest shit in the game is yeah. like at the end. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. Yeah. I, 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 that I was told as well. Um, but you know, I, I and, and this is one of those things where it's like, it, it's harder to go into detail because it's just a feeling. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? And like, if someone goes like, fuck you, your feelings invalid. And I'm like, I, I, I wish it was, but I still felt it, you know? And it's like, it's your fault for how I streamed it. Well, that's not affecting the parts that i wanted though Mm -hmm. you know um so in the end like i'm not gonna sit and try to fight it it's not a battle i'm really that invested in to be honest have you played the infamous games uh i played uh what did i play i did play a little bit of two okay um but but to just um finish off on sekiro um I definitely will maintain that like its high points are fucking great and 
I thoroughly enjoyed those. So like coming into it going like saying I hate the game is completely inaccurate. Well, I, I sure as fuck didn't say that. I'd, ne- I'd never say I'd never say that. Right. If no, just, you know, I want to clarify okay. that anybody who I, I often say things that get misinterpreted. So I really like I'm, impo- I'm all about clarity mm-hmm. in this instance. I don't want that to be taken the takeaway from it because I didn't. Mm-hmm. You watched me marking out over some of those boss fights that were fucking you great. got to the ape, right? I got to the ape. OK, because that's that's like, oof. you know, um, I loved a, lo- a bunch of those and, and the defensive mechanics. I'm all about that shit, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't want to pretend my highs weren't my highs, but. At some point, I would have bounced off. Yeah. I not bounced off. I would have faded out. Mm-hmm. You know, bounced off implies you never get in. This I did get in, but like, I wanted other things, and then at some point, I just wouldn't have popped it back in. Yeah. Okay. That's about it. Still fucking crime that that game won fucking game of the sh- game of the year. It's kind of wild. Kind of wild that it was. You see the interview with uh, Miyazaki when she's like, I'm really surprised we won Game of the Year. <laughs> it's like... I'm... You know what it feels like? Mm-hmm. It feels like the Oscar apology for Bloodborne. Well, at the time, I was saying Elden Ring or Feed. So... Yeah. That's where I'm at. Where's Elden Ring at? It's my new threat, by the way. Yeah? Yeah. If you don't give me what I want, I will feed. I'm gonna feed. <laughs> it's my new favorite threat. I love how, depending on what somebody's knowledge of MOBAs is, that 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 fucking threat inverts itself. Uh, well, Min, like, just looked at me and went, "Dude, I've been making these jokes for years. I don't get what's so funny about them." And well, I'm like, "They're new. It's new to me. Damn it! If you haven't seen it, it's new to you. This joke is literally ten years old, and you're acting like you discovered fire. But fuck it." I'm also I'm also as far as you can get from understanding the concept of feeding and leashing, uh, which were thoroughly actually explained. Yes, actually, I do appreciate it. But uh, nonetheless, I just think the word is hilarious, and using it in a threatening context is. I swear to God, I will fucking feed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a lot of magic. The gathering stuff got. Holy shit! Did they fucking push it? Like wow, magic's got a lot of money to throw around. Hearthstone's weak right now. Do it, Magic. And, uh, yeah, and big expensive trailers. Yeah. Where we saw someone horribly drown. It's kind of, kind of fucked. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Ooh, that's a fear. Hey, you want to talk about expensive trailers? That fucking Dungeons and Dragons (laughs) game? Uh, How expensive was it? Not enough. (laughs) I mean, I was like... I was I was rubbing like I'm like something is wrong. What's happening here? And like the guy I forget whether it was Regiment just like what? What are you talking about? And I'm like wait hold on no this has to be this is VR right? No. The reason man. why their limbs look all wonky and weird is because it's a VR no, helmet it's right? They attached GoPros to the CG characters, and then you're seeing up close how badly animated their bodies and arms are. It's one of the worst and trailers like, I've ever seen. Why would you put? that camera on something that was poorly animated and like what it i bet the animations look fine it's just because they're headlocked the, it looks everything so looks so bad it is it is so fucking i've bad. seen that style work it looked great in requiem for a dream with humans yes yeah but seeing fucking 
you know, like weird ass orc swords and oh, oh man, it like also I was like, is that Drizzt? And it actually was. Yeah, it is. It is. It was Drizzt. That's crazy. I was. I was. I was. It was Drizzt and his crew, man. I was just making a hey, there's a Drizzt, and I was like, no, that's actually that's Drizzt. actually Drizzt. Well, you saw Weird West. Yeah, sure. Looks good. Looks like something interesting. Top view zoomed out. I'm like, this is either going to be a, a hotline Miami or um, or a, 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 a disco Elysium yeah. or something in between. And it's still unclear. Yeah, it's still a little unclear. We need to see a gun get shot and then we'll know. Well, there is a gun getting shot, but it's unclear whether that was a turn <laughs> yeah. being or taken. A, or a story event. Or, or a button being pressed. But Weird West seems interesting and Devolver's doing what it does. Uh, got some Apex stuff. Sons of the Forest had a nice creepy model in it. Uh, that was the the ballerina monster. I'm shocked that's, that the Forest is getting like a direct canonical sequel, but it does make sense. Oh, is this a sequel to something? To the Forest. Hmm. Do you remember that survival game where you're in a plane crash and you you and there you're in a forest and you have to build because there's weird faceless cannibals? I don't. Okay, it's a sequel to that. Well, I was properly weirded out by the visuals. That game has a fucking super crazy ending. Yeah. Is it a first person? It is a first person game. So when it cuts the first person in this trailer, that's going to be game Totally. Okay. Um, it, it, that game has a super crazy ending that actually totally, totally plays into this directly as Son of the Forest. Um, this will probably be cool. Um, yes. Mutant Cannibals with the Wrong Number of Limbs is that game's claim. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, uh, nice, fun um, monster design on that trailer. And the way the title appears is like another movie that came out some time ago, but I don't know what it is. When it's like, Sons of the Forest. It's like a thing that... Feels Tarantino-ish. Ah, yes, it does. It does, but I don't know which or what. But it's, Someone will tell you later, I'm yeah, sure. It's, it's, it's absolutely activating all that in my brain. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, it was fucking boring. That's pretty much it. It's fucking weak. Hey. You ready for the wallet apocalypse from March 3rd to April 5th or whatever the fuck it is? 35 fucking games coming out in a in a fucking 40-day span. Kamiya was there. Yeah, but you couldn't see him because he blocked the camera. Rocco was there sitting in a row by himself. Todd Howard was seen in the back in a crowd shot. Sitting there, contemplative. Trying to sell Skyrim to people around him. Reedus was having a blast. Yeah. Not knowing. Reedus is very much like Keanu. In just a, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Reedus is like 55, man. I'm here for it. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. Elon Musk. Elon Desk. Desperately trying to get a standing ovation for his girlfriend. Elon maximum awkward. Nah, no, for for him, he wasn't too maximum awkward. Musk, fuck, a uh, uh, fucking kicks in, and a camera cuts over, and he's like, "Do do I stand? I'll sit. I'll sit." No, I, no, he's trying to get a standing ovation because he's dating the singer Grimes. But yeah. when it cut to him, 
I thought it no, was... he was standing up clapping and he tried to get everyone around him to stand up. That's why Ikumi Nakamura, who was standing next, sitting next to him, stood up as well. I thought he was standing up to be like, hey, it's me. No, and that's why he sat down and then stood up again and tried to... And he was uh, doing no, this. I thought he was just... Be- I thought he shrugged and, and whatnot just out of being like... You know when they cut to like... And we got Rodney Dangerfield in the audience. And he's like, hey, folks, how's that going? Hey, 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 hey. And then he sits back down. I thought it was one of those. Nah. It was, you know, I... Because I, 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 he was doing this part. He was doing, like, the thing with his hands. Did he? Yeah. Uh, he even just, motioned to Akumi to stand up. It was a pl- and she didn't notice that it was him at the time. And she asked him for a card later. I don't know if she'll get it. Are though. you sure it was a please clap? I don't know if it was a please it clap. It felt like a please clap. I didn't feel like a please clap to me. Mm. To me, it felt like a, hey, it's me. I don't know. I fucking hate Elon Musk. So whatever. I, I hope- can't stand him and his stupid fucking baby car. That's cool. I hope we get to space. I hope we get electric cars. And I hope we get tunnels under uh, well, California. We, I mean, we do. We, we literally have electric cars. We I had hope- electric cars before fucking Elon Musk. But I hope we have like a lot more of them. I mean, yeah, and that that's gonna happen with or with or without him, and that the gas fuckery goes away. Okay, that's not gonna happen. I know, <laughs> but that would be good, though. It would be good if the gas fuckery went away, because then we could stop. Fu- anyway, you, you <laughs> shut your mouth if you want to keep being on this fucking Yeah, got to go to that country, do stuff over there, or you know, plug it in. But whatever. You need to to shut the fuck up about the gas stuff because I can't do this podcast by myself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Say, like, and then Wooly was disappeared. I just hope the tech that he's making happens. I, I want, I want that stuff to exist, like, and work. Mm -hmm. It'd be pretty fucking cool if it did. It might all be bullshit. I hope it turns out to be okay. Or someone comes along and uses that and does it competently and makes it actually like fucking I want future earth I know so I I'm 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 look I want initiatives towards future earth to happen uh-huh that's 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 about the end of my thought I have no follow-up thoughts for you I'm sorry yeah that's that's about it all right, let's move on. Yes. <laughs> Reg- regardless of whatever, you know. If you st- hey, mm-hmm. if you could get a jetpack yeah. that worked in your fantasy version of a jetpack, yeah. but you had to stab me right now. How many times? All right. Moving on. We got emails this week. Single digits? We got emails. Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail.com. Email might sound pretty good if it's a good one. But if it's bad, it'll sound bad. So think about it when you write it in. Don't write a dumb email. Uncle Dude Sauce from Texas says, I'm on my second playthrough of Astral Chain and I wanted to discuss something about the genre. Hit me. I agree that the levels in the game are a bit too long for Platinum. Revisiting the story again gets you to areas you couldn't access is way too much to get to areas you couldn't access earlier is way too much of a hassle. And I don't think it would have been fixed by making the level shorter or making... And I think it would have been fixed by making the level shorter or making the game open world from the start. 
This is why both Nier and Nier Automata had a better narrative to their stories because they were open world games where you didn't have to replay segments to get to unreached areas or fight hidden bosses to get to some rare items. Okay. On my first playthrough, I could easily feel that this game was meant to be an open world game like Nier, but due to the Switch's power, they probably had to tone it down due to long, lengthy levels instead. Okay, so... There's more. Um, all right, all right. While I did enjoy the game and definitely could use, it definitely could use some improvements and it's not as good as Platinum's better games like Bayo and Automata... Uh, if the game did, does not get a sequel, I hope Platinum and Kamiya can keep these things in mind, and I hope uh, Bayo 3 becomes a better Bayo 1 and 2, because it worked for DMC 5. Uh, looking back, what are your thoughts? Okay, that, everything like so much in that email is nonsense assumptions. The reason why Nier and Nier Automata had better narratives is because Yoko Taro wrote them. Period. Like, the, the fucking... Level design, fucking, like, whatever. If Yoko Taro had written Astro Chain, it would have been the fucking, fucking shit, story-wise. I agree that if, if it was an open-world game, I would have liked it more. Yeah, probably. I, I don't think, think it has anything to do with the Switch, though. You could have had a open-world For whatever game reasons, like it. it wasn't an open-world game. I think it would have been a better game if it was open-world. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Apparently that's what Elden Ring is. Oh, that's good. It's an open world Souls game, but like with Zelda. Good, good, good. Um. Also, in order to get all the endings in near, you had to beat the game four times. Sorry, three times, maybe four times. A B C D. Uh, a B C. Sorry, A B and then C and D would split, but you'd have to play through the beginning. Yeah. Also, if you wanted to play through near Automata, the first two but, playthroughs but are near identical. But, 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 but uh, yeah, yeah. Like the 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 whole like yeah, replaying yeah. levels. But thing. the other ones are all just like wacky, non and like they the credits roll. But that's no, but I'm saying like in the original near, like you have to go through that early part again. Mm-hmm. Like you don't because you use a save game and you just fucking load it back up. But it definitely makes the um the end part where you got to do uh your your uh replay. Yeah, really. Uh, that's a menu. That's a menu that's a convoluted because it's like the the state of the world and yeah. access to certain missions comes and goes so it's a very it's a complex timeline to manage when you have to go back through things but i i still do think uh games like astral chain for how the maps were laid out like just letting you go to those places and do some of those it felt like a game made on no it's like they there were very few areas in that game total like that that first area, the big city area, you go back act there over and over. You go back to the city a couple times, then you go back, then there's the other big city. Yeah. Uh the first area big city is not the same as the second big city. Uh plus there's the slums. Mm-hmm. Then there's the outside the 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 grid slums. Yeah. Uh then there's the big old factory ass area and then the hospital. Um there's there's actually there's there's a decent amount of giant areas. Yeah. And that big old downtown one is huge. Yeah, it is. It's gigantic. You know. So, um... I just... I feel like a lot of Astral Chain's problems would have been fixed with more granularity in the checkpoints. Like, you can skip to this verse and this verse, but some of those verses are, like, half an hour long. Well, here's what I learned. Um... I love an open ass open world mm-hmm. or a hallway and very little in between. And the, the the when you lean one or the other, 
it can get weird. It can get a bit hard when you when you don't. Yeah, because when it's open, but then it closes, you're like, wait, this is open. Why would it close? And then vice versa. Yeah. Right. Mm. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got one here from uh, James. He says, "Simple question: If uh, Marvel Four had sick remixes, uh, of on the level of Marvel Three, should Nero have never surrender or Devil Trigger? This Devil isn't Trigger. dependent on his default costume." Hey, if you pick him in Teppin right now, it plays the Devil Trigger. But it does it play the fucking crazy fucked up Devil Trigger? No, it plays okay, like a, yeah, an yeah. instrumental. Yeah, it should be Devil Trigger. Yeah, that that replaces Never Surrender. Yeah, Devil Trigger played when uh, fucking Itsuno-san went up to get his award. Yeah. Um, the theme of Devil May Cry is now Devil Trigger. The theme of Dante is is not is Devil Trigger. It's not lock and load, <laughs> right? The better song becomes the new song. You're right. Come on. I like Lock and Load a lot. I know you do, but that's why I I locked it. I because you have to acknowledge the truth. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, subhuman. Uh, Vince says there are metal enders from beyond. Recently, I've embarked on my 20th or so playthrough of MGS1, and the plot hole was staring me in the face for years. During the guard shootout with Merrill on the jail cell. Uh, if you try to contact Master Miller, you will receive a no-response message. The implication is Liquid is busy at the moment with Ocelot torturing the DARPA chief. Right. Upon this realization, I had questions. Do they all just hear the shootout happening? Do they just ignore it? What was in their plan? What was their plan if Snake managed to see them? Why did those guards keep running into ma- on mass into what was certain death after the first couple waves died handily? That torture room has one door. Where did Ocelot go that he reached Kenneth Baker before I do? Why were their bodies not showing up in the torture room on the Soliton radar when I initially passed through? These are all questions I ask myself, but the, my question to you is, have you ever had a piece of media that you've experienced many times over uh, suddenly create plot holes you've never considered? Oh, totally. All the time. Metal Gear is rife with them. Go, so, go replay those... Metal Gear 1 with the knowledge of what Ocelot's real plan is and fucking start to go crazy with how little of that game makes sense. A bunch of those first questions are iffy, but the last few are definitely like, shut up though. Um, in particular, the door with the DARPA chief having one point of entry is also kind of like, hmm. Then. Hmm. It was a ma- it was Ocelot's master plan. Shut up. That's the answer. That is actually the legit answer. Did Ocelot just hear the shots and ignore it? Yes. Because it was as part of his master plan. He used the inner coffin. Like Ocelot in like MGS1 and MGS2 comes off like a fucking moron slash psycho person because like it was apparently his plan to get his arm cut off. Like, like, and then it was his plan to get absorbed by a ghost. Those games have to be played in in, in Sick, release, uh, release order. order. And if you play them chronologically, you're a fool. Uh, dear Low Punch and Tank Controls. What's up, man? Uh, I recently had to take uh, make a series of presentations where I recorded myself walking through PowerPoint. Part of quality control, I went back to listen to my recordings and I couldn't help but feel uncomfortable at the way I sounded. Yep. How is it hearing your voice through a recording and did you ever get used to how you sound? It takes, a, it takes a couple years. It takes a couple years. I was just telling Reggie the same thing not long ago. Oh yeah, he's having it. The weirdness of hearing your own voice 
is going to take a while to get used to. And you usually think you sound a lot deeper voice than you do. Yeah. So when you have the headphones on, the the deep bass that you're hearing in your head normally is removed and you hear the actual sound people hear and it's higher pitched and weird. Yep. And you literally need years of hearing this to get used to it. Yeah. Um, the reason for that is because you the the, the what do you what you would call it like the intuitive sense of how you're hearing your own voice is your voice comes out your mouth and is in the air or whatever and then goes in your ears but that's not how it works but it's also mixed with the vibration of your skull because it's much faster for the vibration of your mouth to travel through your head yes into your ears from the opposite side which because it's traveling through your fucking head it's deeper yes because it's got a medium to transfer through yes so um, your voice on mic is way less cool than your voice in your head. Yep. And it takes like three, four years before it stops be- becoming like uncomfortable. Um, there is a lot of really bizarre stuff with speech and people's reaction to it. Um, hearing half of a phone conversation is incredibly disorienting because your brain keeps trying to fill in the blanks but can't. Uh, hearing your own voice at a different pitch is unnerving. Oh, a phone is all weird because they it slides you into yeah middle the, band the nearest band. But I'm talking like overhearing somebody else talk on the phone. Yeah, um, hearing your own voice at a lower at a higher pitch is unnerving because it it's what it's supposed to sound like, but it's wrong. And the one that's really bad is that uh, if Oh, God, this is part of some crowd control initiative. I think it was funded by the U.S. government where it's a it's a a fucking thing that will just repeat back to you what you said. Slightly delayed. Slightly delayed. Fucks you up. And it's so disorienting that it makes people unable to speak. Yeah. Yeah, that's Waco shit. Yeah, totally. Um, Takes a while. Last one we'll take from Agami says, Hey, Castle Super Yeast. Recently found a strange website related to the Dot .hack franchise and ended up diving into a three-year-old year ARG uh, to hype up some old Dot .hack announcement on Christmas, <laughs> the year of a com- complete with a countdown timing timer. My question is, what is the weirdest online rabbit hole you found yourself going into and checking out? Digiverses Real. Okay, so uh, that was the F podcast, right? Uh, no, I knew about that before the F Plus podcast. F Plus? But, okay. I mean, if this is your kind of thing, you got down the rabbit hole and you got the F-Plus podcast right. as good recommends. So, uh, there's a bunch, but I'm just going to grab two because these are two from recent memory. And I love when this kind of thing happens. I was, uh, after Steph finished Ava, mm-hmm. uh, I was, uh, we were talking plot points and I wanted to pull some stuff up to, to explain about what happened. Yeah. And I just Googled Yui Ikari. Uh-huh. To go to her wiki. And be like, what's, what, what is the actual timeline of events? And the second Google result led to a wiki page for Yui Ikari. Uh, which I'm going to pull up over here and see if uh, I can read to you what appears to be a pretty standard source of information on who Shinji's mom was. This is slightly unnerving, the way you're setting this up. Yui Ikari is the wife of Gendo Ikari and the mother of Shinji Ikari. She was born to the prominent researcher of the Hoenn region 
and eventually moved to Sino to work under Dr. Nakanamado. Her primary field of study was the evolution of Pokemon and specifically why legendary Pokemon do not evolve. <laughs> All right. And like, I, I, I didn't, I was just scrolling past the, the top part because I was like, okay, whatever. Let me look for what I'm looking for in terms of history. Okay. And so I'm scrolling down past all that shit. Um, That's okay. And then I get to, and I get to what they're talking about where they, they, they start going into her having access to resources and uh, going to gyms and challenging gym leaders. And, and, and Fuyutsuki is involved. All right. On her research in Sino. Okay. And then you scroll down and then you get to all these chapters uh, where, for example, we start with childhood, college days, family, research in Sino, disappearance at Mount Tengan, and then as Dialga and Palkia. <laughs> all right. So her soul becomes all divided right. into Dialga and Palkia. Of course. In the moon verse. Of course. Of course, you can then decide, if you wish, after detecting something being wrong, to click on any of the other tabs at the top of this wiki, which then go into other Pokemon I bet. worlds. I fucking bet. And characters. Uh, for example, uh, the characters from the Kalos region, such as Edward Elric, Alphonse, Roy Mustang, and Hohenheim. <laughs> or you know we can keep it over in uh Johto where we've got people like Lucas Cantrell and Klaus Cantrell I don't even know who those people are pretty sure it's mother so yeah I hate you fan fiction people the fucking what It's so yeah yeah fan yeah. Fiction people are terrible. And then there's timelines and characters. And... All right, that's enough. Please, right. God, fine. God damn it. Fine, fine. And there was a second time this happened, <laughs> and this was a little further back. And I think it was in the midst of some kind of Sonic hole. I yeah. don't know when or why or what, but I Sonic needed... hole is about right. I needed information about Doctor Robotnik, you the did. Eggman. I need this information. So I decided to search for Eggman Wiki yeah. into Google. And I got linked to uh, what I thought was a pretty standard page about Dr. Eggman. You be careful throwing that up on the screen. You're talking about the Sonic shit. It's, it's, just, doc, it's just a wiki with Dr. Eggman. Okay. And uh, it talks about how, you know, he's one of the protagony, pr- pr- primary antagonists and so on and so forth. Um, and you, you scroll down and it goes into like stuff like Mecha Sally and, and uh, Scourge the Hedgehog and Dimensional Wars. And you're like, oh, okay. And then the words Rosalina and Midna are like, there it highlight is. yeah, there it, like, is. there it is. There it is. There it is. Okay. And you're like, ah, what are we, what are we, what are we doing here? Why are these people a part of what's going, what is this? And you're like, oh, fuck me. I didn't click on a Smash Brothers wiki. I clicked on a Smash Brothers crossover wiki. Oh, yes, you did. Uh, at which point I went, wait, what the fuck is Smash Brothers crossover? Let's go back to the main page. I hate this. And figure out what the hell this is, shall we? And so you go to the main page where it talks about 
how the heroes, uh, the heroes of many franchises have united in a war uh, uh, against the villains to prevent an apocalypse from befalling the Earth, as the Shy Guys of Icicle Mountain and Psycho Kirby predicted. In Season 12, Yami Bakura was revealed to be the mastermind behind the apocalypse. However, it is revealed in Season 23 that Kor Dagon is the true mastermind behind the apocalypse. At the end of Season 25's first arc, the multiverse is reset by Drago, but he dies as a result of the heroes being scattered. And it just goes. And I'm like, the fuck? Okay, wait. Season 1 is called plot and it just has a paragraph for every season right and then you break it down and you start going through mario luigi wario and of course the covenant uh who are invading the mushroom kingdom uh very scary uh you you, you roll your, your mouse down a little bit more and you roll past mennonite wait the, did you just say the covenant i did you roll your mouse down and you move past psycho kirby cut Co- um, Halo's not even in Smash Brothers. You roll past Psycho Kirby, and uh, you eventually start hitting like season fourteen and fifteen, where Ganondorf, Sephiroth, Mechasonic, and Zombie Reed are all launching their final assaults, and you're like, okay, sure. And then you keep scrolling, and you hit like season twenty-five first arc. Um. And 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 it's getting a little bit lost in the weeds, but you can keep going as we talk about the Mecha Mechavius Destroyer and the Heroes of Legend, um, the Revolutionaries and Galacta Knight Master Hand, of course, as expected. And then you hit season thirty-nine, and season thirty-nine is where the Justice League Unlimited's trust is being strained with the Heroes of Legend. And, of course, it's up to Batman, Superman, Zero, Sonic.exe, and Wolverine to save the heroes of legend and put an end to the revolutionaries' ambitions once and for all. By the time you hit Season 40, New World, it goes, after Ultron is defeated, the heroes of legend are set to face the tremendous threat they've never seen. Chancellor Palpatine transforms the entire Smash Bros. galaxy into the Galactic Empire. Will the Heroes of Legend and Justice League Unlimited stop the reign of Palpatine? The galaxy will be, or will the galaxy be in the iron hands of the Emperor? I just wanted to know about Dr. Eggman. You know... It really fell off after season 19. That's kind of the problem. Yeah, I know. It's just, it was never the same. Unfortunately. It always amazes me how much the worst writers can write. Well, when you're a kid and you thought up all those cool worlds with your toys. Right. You didn't have... What if you were 40? Or had access to the internet and could write out all of these ideas... Forever. And keep them going for the rest of your life. Is fan fiction of this nature the equivalent of people who draw like Superman or Sonic or an anime character and then become proper artists, but they don't? But if you turn out to be like Kevin Smith and then you have the... um the the whatever his verse is called the um uh, there's a name for it Mallrats verse no there's another word for it Kevin Kevin, anyway. Kevin Smith I forget the Land. name of it but 
it all works out, right? It all works out when the end result is, hey, I did it. It happened. I have my own universe. Everybody loves it. View askew. The view askew universe. So, you all, do you bank chapters 1 through 49 on the idea that maybe at some point this is all going to happen and it'll be real once the legit final product comes out? Especially when the pieces of chess that you've been playing with are all taken from other existing properties? Well, see, here's the thing. There is at least one example of this happening and being turned into fucking bank. And um, that's Twilight. Of course. All they had to do... And Fifty Shades of Grey. And Undertale. Well, no, t- Twilight I became 50... Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, Twilight's not fanfiction. Like, Twilight fanfiction became Fifty Shades of Grey. And then Money's... Isn't Twilight fanfiction? Well, I mean, yeah, but... I mean, we're talking about quality? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that Robert Pattinson shit is hilarious. Um, but yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey is literally fan fiction with the names changed. And the word vampire removed. Yeah. So. But how do you remove Psycho Kirby That's t- and Emperor Palpatine? You gotta be really creative. Something that I'm sure that somebody who made a story with all unoriginal characters is just they have all that creativity stored up. They're ready. They're ready to just rename those characters into slightly slightly different ones. Remember when you saw the cool thing? I do. And then you were like, "But wait. Wouldn't it be cooler if?" Yes, I do. I do remember that. But then and then you made it happen and then now it's yours. No, that's the part I don't remember. No, it's yours now. It's mine? Yep. Okay. If you RP in your own secret email thread with your friends, it's yours now. They don't own it anymore. There are some fucking Tumblr post screenshot floating around, which was like, please stop posting images of you with Ash from Fire Emblem. My friend Caitlin ships herself with ash and thinks he is cheating on her and cries every time she sees your photos oh well that's mean and i'm like there's a lot of people out there poor caitlin don't do that there's a lot of people out there with a tenuous grasp on the real don't 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 fucking don't take caitlin's man that's her man's first of all ash is a bitch second of all hmm Mm. Listen, if anyone out there has the audacity to train themselves a reshiram <laughs> so that they can love each other forever and call it their own, that's right. They can fuck off. Yeah. Reshiram has one partner and one partner only. That's right. And you don't have the fucking gall. They love each other, goddammit, and you will not step between them. How dare you? How fucking dare you? Somehow knew we would end up here today. I somehow knew. Dig them up. Find those email threads. 
Find those RP. Yeah, that's forums. the new. Hey, that's the new way the, copyright's going to work. They're going to change the copyright laws, and they're going to be like, if you, they're going to roll back copyright, like you know, back to like fifty years after the death of the author, and then whoever comes forward and says has the old email chain that has these stories, you're the new owner of Mickey Mouse and Sonic and uh, Marvel. God, I forgot what the name of that free th- forum maker th- site was. But it was a type of forum where you could just make one in a second. V Bulletin? B Bulletin threads. A v Bulletin. V Bulletin. V Bulletin. Yes, yes. Those. Find that old ass V Bulletin forum you made. Guess what? You, uh, you own S- S- Star Wars Robotnik. It's now. all. It's yours. It's yours. Um, That kickstarted Star Wars. That Star Wars. That's uh, how it happened. Movie. Like, yeah, J.J. Abrams found his old his old form posts and showed it to the mouse, and the mouse was like, I "Guess it's yours, J.J. Abrams." Sorry, got here, got here first. Yep, nothing we could do. All right, I'm fine with that one. I fucking hate the internet. Call it there. I fucking love the internet.